Hey everybody, RC Alienation version 2.0. I am Dan. This is episode 152. I think if you listen close enough, you might be able to hear it. You can hear the ocean. No, no. I think. I think Nick's back. If you listen ever so slightly. Hey guys, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> You got your people mixed up, dude. That was not my problem. Oh, damn it. You're right. That was Jesse. Yeah. Wow. So there's Nick. What's up? What's going on, Nick? You know, it uh, feels a little weird to be back, but in a good way. Yeah. Not like that, you know, weird uncle touching you weird, but I mean, good weird. (laughs) Of course, Justin and Jesse are here as well. Yep. What's up, guys? So, Nick, you, um, I'm sure you, you listened to last week's episode. I did. And I'm sure you're aware that you're you're at a deficit yeah. uh, for your flight count. 20 to be exact. 20 to be exact, yes. Yeah. How does yeah. that make you feel? Yeah, you, Do you feel <laughs> violated? Do you feel... You know, does that feel weird, Nick? Does that feel weird? Judging <laughs> by who it all came from, no. It doesn't make me feel weird at all. Because <laughs> it doesn't make you feel weird. It was completely expected, but that's fine. I actually have my own challenge to deal with because when you and I switched phones, like we thought it was such a cool idea to do on the way back from Urcha, um, I lost mine. Well, ah, back to zero. Dang. See, I'm still holding on to the fact that you guys get a penalty for not thinking ahead on that. I'll accept a penalty. I will, but I'm not going to go back to zero. But here's the deal, Nick. Do what I did. Go back a few episodes and just take a listen. Yeah, I know. That's that is definitely the plan. I'm I have I actually have been flying and I have a count since then. So I just need to go back and listen to that last minus episode. minus twenty, of course. Yeah, sure. Yep, you got it. Mm, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna follow through on that. I don't believe him, guys. What do you think? Yeah, I think he's gonna add twenty before he subtracts twenty. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not <laughs> What do you it? think you're at, Nick? Yeah, because yeah, I'm rough Nick, I'm, I'm fairly confident you're at like 405 or so. You had just broken 400 before, Urcha, I feel like. Um, um, if I, I'm thinking if, he didn't. <laughs> I don't no, feel like I did, but I feel I like I was really close. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I want to say you were in like the 390s, dude, or okay. the 380s. Maybe, maybe I had just broken 400 because you were literally like within five flights of me. You, it yes. was It was close. You had broken 400, I think. I was in the 390s. Okay. Which, uh, yeah. Where, where are you at right now? Uh, someone prompted you first there. No, I'm just curious. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. 
Yeah. Well, I have to do. I can't. I can't really say because I need to do the official edition. I don't want to well, make give false us, claims. But hold on, you listen to because you guys have show. no idea how much I've been flying. Like no concept at all. Well, then exactly. explain it to That's us why so that we know exactly <laughs> how many flights we're going to remove. Wait a minute. I thought last week we were going to, we didn't, we were like, oh, he's going to come and he's going to, we don't really give a shit how much blind he's been doing over the last two weeks. Didn't we say that? I yeah, think actually, Justin, we said that. You're right. We were like, we don't care what you've been doing, Nick. <laughs> Just tell us whether you flew this week. Uh, minus 20. Minus, minus 20. 20. Yeah. yeah so tell us about the flights you donated. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the more you resist, the more flights we're going to take no, away. No, but. I, Oh, all kidding. I really am curious about just, I mean, okay, so let's assume you're, you know, th- high 390s. Yeah. How many flights since then? Um, I don't, I've been getting, well, let's see. This last week, I, I get to take a no fly for this week. Okay. Um, so, so I'll proudly take that one. But before that, I would say I've gotten in, uh, I don't know, 30 round in there. Okay. Somewhere in that in that ballpark okay so, so will, you're probably in the like you're Three, you're right tw- about at 400 never <laughs> i would Dude, say mid you guys mid in your to high 320s mid yeah. to high 320s <laughs> 320 four, four, sorry 420s first it was 20 and now it's 100 yeah now i'm i'm somewhere around in in the 420s around in there i'll i'll i will by next episode have a an exact hard number for you guys so where the hell you been dude i've been laying low did uh we well we've been telling everybody that we well a couple different things first i told a bunch of people we made you walk back from indiana yeah and then um you're fine and then (laughs) probably would have gone back faster (laughs) but that's okay you're finally back and and then we we uh ditched your body somewhere in montana on the way back false obviously false have to rethink going. that idea. That's about it. Everyone's just kind of wondering what the hell, what's going on. You know, Urcha, Urcha, Urcha was just phenomenal. And I mean, we don't need to, don't need to go through that again. But it, you know, I'd been pushing, pushing and pushing for, you know, as a lot of you know, for quite a long time. And I found myself, boy, after Urcha, just, just cooked. I mean, cooked. Uh, m- my wife who has just been, you know, ridiculously supportive through this whole podcast endeavor was, and, and you know, she was a, she was a little burnout. I really kind of, and we just pushed hard this year to get a lot of stuff done and do a lot of firsts. And it all kind of caught up with me all at once. You know, uh, I'm, I'm looking at her and she's like, you know, seriously. And I'm going, and I'm saying, yeah, wow. I know. I just, I just flat out needed some time off, you know? That's that's all it came down to. I had pushed for so hard for so long that uh, mentally I just didn't have anything have anything more to give and I needed a break. Now the plan was was that I was just going to take a bit, you know, give the family a break from the Friday night recordings and I was going to use that time off and you know and I didn't set a I didn't set a date it was just I don't know maybe week two three four five who knows just wait till you get that you know till it feels right well my plan was to get all caught up on the back end you know still stay involved on the back end 
and, and get everything all caught up. And I failed miserably at that. It felt great <laughs> to take a little bit of time off. And then we just got, you know, I, I'm a big do-it-yourself guy. Um, I always have been. This last year to two, I haven't hard done, hardly done anything at home as far as big projects. So I took on some big home projects, uh, you know, flower beds, yard work, and like just some really big stuff. It was my son's birthday. Uh, my dad, who I don't get to see very often, came up from California. So uh, he, we spent about three, four days here taking him, you know, going out to the islands and stuff. I just needed a life break. And it, you know, it feels great. Like I said, I have been sneaking in some flights here and there, uh, but it, it just feels very refreshing. So what I'm going to do, because I, I really struggled with this, you know, I'm sitting here with a pretty pathetic list of just completely ignored emails, ignored messages. I'm going to ask, a favor of everyone, all of our listeners, everyone that sent me messages that that got ignored, I'm going to wipe everything. I am just going to take my inbox on all of those, all my Facebook messages, and they're just going to get clean slate wiped. Because I don't want to start going back now and answering questions if you guys have already got them figured out, and then it's just all awkward, and it's going to take a bunch of time. So, don't take it personal if you didn't hear back from me. I'm going to clean it all out and start all over. So if you haven't heard from me and you still got a question, like immediately send me an email and I'm just going to start from the beginning and we'll be a lot more on it. I kind of need that. It's just too overwhelming. That's, hey, man. Yeah. It just, man, it, it felt good. I needed, I needed to, you know, kind of stick my head up out of the water and take a breath of fresh air and, Get a little bit remotivated, you know, not remotivated, but I needed to get caught up with, you know, that whole so thing. So what, what you're saying is life. you you needed a seven-day course of Vagisil, not just a one-day. No, ah, I would say that this it, is Dan. like a- <laughs> I was going to make a vagina joke. <laughs> this was like a full-on, you know, 30-day rehab center. Of it. I mean, we oh, had the daily pressure washings. Yeah. This, yes. was like, this was like reconstruction. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And now I, I, I bring a portable bidet with me for the, you know, that's good. For the daily that's, maintenance to make sure yeah. it doesn't get all and some, up again. And some yeah. moist. Wipes. Can't backtrack. Yeah. I can't back. You Justin has taught me how awesome. This whole baby wipes are. I mean, here I thought that he had baby wipes for his baby, but absolutely not. I Dude, get it now. Yes, it's for keeping that's the what it is clean. all about. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you get sand down there. Just a little a quick little, wipe little or two. Personal landscaping works. It helps. Out <laughs> <a bit. laughs> that that's that's true uh, as well. I mean, it does. It has a tendency to trap particulate <laughs> matter. Well, I had to I mean, for an object debris. For an, yeah. Yeah, here you guys thought I redid my house front yard. No, I was right, redoing yeah. my front yard. Yeah, that's, that's what it was. I brought in some fill, some and made a retaining wall, and wow, some weed blocking and some bark. I mean, cleaned out the pipes. Dude, yeah, looking fresh, looking fresh, yeah, looking fresh. That's right, Martha Stewart ain't got shit on this, yo. Uh, well, we're glad to have you back. 
Yeah, it's, it's, worth. it's really good to be back. And thank you, you know, everyone that uh, was just so kind and understanding and, you know, sent the messages and to you asshats who <laughs> weren't so kind. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's all good, too. <laughs> it feels good to be back. We got some. I got some exciting stuff coming. You know, I can't. Man, I got. I'm gonna take a second now to say thank you. I know you guys did, but this was my debauchery that I started with the citizen card. And here, you know, <laughs> poor Ken has been randomly sending me messages, which I have ignored, <laughs> not on purpose. He probably thinks that I hate him, which I absolutely do not. <laughs> I have pawned off my horrible creation upon him, and now he's going through and doing all the work. So, you know what? If you guys get a second, send Ken an email and just say thanks. Thanks for picking up where Nick left off. That's a friend um, right there, dude. It is. That is. Ken, uh, Ken at com. by the way. That, send yeah. That was a huge mental burden of mine because I just got I got so behind and it was something that I really wanted to do but you know it's it, like you're, it you're trying. became a it became a task that was like oh, wanted to eat you alive it really did every time you looked at it absolutely and so then I just kept pushing I was like ah, it's gonna take <laughs> so much time that I'll just go get this this other small task done first but then it just gets on. bigger <laughs> I know and it's it's worse yeah. So, Ken, thank you very much, and uh, I'm sure I speak for everyone listening when we say thank you, and uh, yeah, so that's, I, I feel like I've aired out my dirty laundry, not apparently as much as you guys did last episode, but uh, that's all good. <laughs> do you got one more compliment for Ken, because you know we like to do compliment sandwiches, and I I got to throw something in here that's not so compliment. I'll come up with something. Go oh, ahead. Oh, yeah. Do he, your thing. He really needs to fly more. I mean, it is kind of a helicopter deal, so. <laughs> it is. Well, that's not a compliment. Uh, yeah, that well, here's a negative. A, yeah. Well, that's all right. We, we got more negatives here. Okay, go ahead. You ready for Yeah. You sitting down, Ken? I got to tell you, first of all, thank you for all your help on this, but um, I got, I got a email from a guy, and I'm going to lay this squarely on your shoulders, Ken. You sent the wrong card to the wrong citizen. Damn you, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> if I were paying you, I'd... <laughs> I'd, I'd, well, I couldn't fire you because I didn't have to do it. So, no, I'd, I'd, what would I do? I'd dock your pay. That's what I'd do. How's that sound? I'll get don't worry, don't worry about it, Ken. Take his he, email he address away. Us with that. <laughs> or misspell so his much, name. That's a, oh. that's a huge burden. Thank you. Over my course of my little, you know, anti, uh, anti-podcast vacation, I still have the same helicopters that I started with, which is a miracle in itself. And I really have not changed much of anything for now, but I'm I'm feeling fresh, feeling frisky, <laughs> and uh, you know so worked. Oh, dude, I am like a winter's sea morning breeze. You finally figured you. out that you're you finally figured out that you're not actually supposed to drink strawberry douche. Oh, <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> it's got a purpose. That was too far. Was that a little it too, wasn't that too far. Yeah, I don't know. I think it just required some lead in. <laughs> I'm taking All notes. Right. Shit, guys. I think I need to get a new charger.
Well, hey, Dan, why don't you head over to Progressive RC and check out that new iCharger 4010 Duo that they got over there. Looks to be a powerhouse. And dude, while you're at it, check out one of his charger case combos as well. They're great looking. I know, man. Those things look sweet. I think I'm going to do that right now. www.progressiverc.com. Check them out for your charging needs. I'm going to go next. All right, what do you got? What have you been up to? What's new? What's hip? I bought another Cosmic. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Dude. Seriously, Wait, 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 Justin. Are you embezzling from your workplace? Was this one like like 20% off, so you got it for 80% of the cost? Uh, what do you mean? No, I bought I bought a Cosmic 200. This mm-hmm. time I got it from Rotary Wing RC. Thank you, Brother Joe. Um, brother, that Joe. is number three. Wow, Joe Cashwell. Awkward Yo, inside well, joke. Yeah. Now on the, the outside. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, dude. So I, you know, I just you guys decided. Some wait, is this the same something? Cosmic as last week? No, no, no. This is a new Cosmic. Oh, yeah. So now you've bought this two is in the last two. Cosmic number two. Three, actually. Three. I have Cosmic two. 200 Cool in the Goblin, a Cosmic 200 in the Diablo, and a Cosmic 200 in the TDR. Come on. Huge, I, I'm huge. No, I'm speechless. <laughs> yeah, that is. Why are you speechless, dude? That's, That's like so awesome. much money. That's you should more be than my, happy for that your is, friend. That is because more than you my fleet cost. You just financially swore at me through that whole sentence. Yeah. I don't think all my <laughs> helicopters added up even cosmic come close to what TDR, that cost. Cosmic speed, cosmic Diablo. That's a, that's offensive. <laughs> Sorry, dude, but uh, it's pretty damn awesome on it's my like you're side. Telling us, it's like you're telling <laughs> us we should have got better education. money be raining on me. That's what yeah. I, but here's the deal like I, you know i keep getting crap about this and yet i've sold like a whole bunch of shit it doesn't matter so the the yeah, your, your 150 dollar castle really covered that 900 dollar <laughs> cosmic no but the compass <laughs> call, the dfc the castle the engine there's Dude, a bunch still, of stuff you're like still batteries out so I've much been money. selling you're not even halfway yeah the first you're cosmic. still out so much uh, it's yeah. okay because see here's the thing you guys may feel uncomfortable for me but i'm perfectly secure in my decisions all right i i'm i'm ready to rock dude i will have three speed helis with three contronic cosmic 200s i mean just did, let are these that, are these speed helis all the all the same size like same blade size yeah, they're all 700 class. They're going to run between 710s and 720s. Why? Mm-hmm. What is what is the, well, the I'm point just of that like, question? You know, owning three 700 3D electric, you know, three of the same type just kind of seems a little redundant. I'm I'm not quite getting it. Speed helis, dude. It's it's not the same. The like TV, I said, I'm I'm not I'm getting take, it. I'm, I don't nah, have speed helis. I'm I'm going to take Justin's on this one cuz I'll take his side. He's just so He's so just Balls testies deep. deep in this freaking whole mm. speed thing. And, yeah, I, I get it. I mean, I get the full. I was the one who actually told him, you need to buy something to go out. I mean, number one, you got to get more stick time. Got to get more stick time. Must, yeah. must, must. And while the, you know, doing the custom fuselage is freaking awesome, it looks fantastic, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it needs some more work. 
<clears throat> oh, wow. Excuse me. <laughs> Choking Indian on a little taint. <laughs> Choking on the on the cosmic taint. Yeah, yeah, I'm still trying to swallow that that price tag down. But um <laughs> it you know, it it's an awesome project, but it needs a little more work to be competitive. He was mm-hmm. sitting here spending all of his time on this and hadn't practiced and hadn't anything. I was the one who said, you need to yeah. get a pod and boom, something that you can go outfit and compete in, compete with the next week to get you more stick See, time. And, and that makes open sense. Class. But that means one more heli. He bought two. Well, so here's the deal, though. No, in all seriousness, Jesse, total. It's a good question. The TDR now, the TDR one is a five-year-old heli. Okay, the design is five years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jan did not design it to handle twelve and fifteen kilowatt power systems. Okay, it's a super lightweight heli. I mean, all up, ready to fly with packs and everything. The thing can come in around ten pounds. Oh wow! Okay, so it's it is perfectly capable of hitting ridiculous speeds competitive speeds for a pod and boom on a 12s system spinning yeah. like 2000 to 2200 it doesn't need to be up at 14s and 2600 like the goblin speed because the goblin speed even without my fuselage is 2 or 3 pounds heavier mm-hmm. okay so the thought process behind it is as nick described with at least one, but in this case, two pod and boob, boom trainer helis, I can focus and on taking my time on perfecting the fuselage for the goblin speed and yep. still get stick time in. The Diablo is a bigger, more robust heli. It comes in at about 12 pounds all up, 12 and a half. Uh, and it's designed in such a way that it can handle quite a bit more power in general than the TDR in a stock configuration so the thought is the tdr you know is is a if we're talking competition right like the speed cup the tdr can be the 12s stock pod and boom the diablo can be a 14s open class pod and boom and then the goblin speed is a full fuselage unlimited which gets him more stick time And, and that's so that's why i'm i'm going to take justin's side on this one And since I did go balls deep into it, I figured what better chance to sample the two biggest speed heli brands out there, Henselet and and Minicopter. And I'll tell you, man, I mean, you guys already heard last week I got the TDR in. This week I got the Diablo in. It's an amazing piece of engineering. It really is. It's not like any other helis that I've owned, and I've owned a lot of freaking helis. Uh, the the craftsmanship and the design considerations that go into it, it really is one of those ones where you've just got to see it to understand what the what the hype is. And I mean, if it flies half as good as it it looks and is designed, then I can see why it's out there competing for world records. Nice. So I, I I wasn't gonna get a third cosmic. At the end of the day, I decided. I might as well just pull the trigger. It can run on 12 or 14s in the TDR. If I end up getting rid of one of the pod and booms, I've still got a Cosmic 200, which is usable in any big 3D heli or another speed heli. So it's it's more of an investment thing than anything. Yep. 
So that's uh that's the thought process behind it. I didn't get any flying in this week. I I'm taking a no fly. I probably will continue to take a no fly because Marnie is on call all weekend, which means Justin gets to sit around within 30 minutes of the house. And that sucks. But it is what it is. Hmm. Yeah. So what's your flight count at, Justin? My flight count is like uh, 290 something. I'm almost at 300. I'm kind of like okay. very, very carefully, slowly. Hey, you don't uh, want to scare it. Yes, yeah, very procedurally <laughs> sneaking up on the It'll get away. It'll get away. Yeah, you don't it will not want to scare it away. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's all I've got, man. I mean, I'm I'm going to be working this weekend mostly on getting the TDR and the Diablo set up and ready to fly. I've got a parts order in, like I said last week from Henslet. I got to make a, the same type of order from Minicopter. But from what I understand, the international shipping usually takes two to four weeks. So I think I'm probably just going to set them up and get them maidened as they are and go easy on them until I can get the heavy duty speed gear, like the metal gears and the Diablo and the heat treated ones and the speed canopy for the TDR. Very good. So Jesse, how was your week? My week was great, man. I am, uh, I'm not taking a no fly card. I actually Mm -hmm. got in quite a bit, um, of flying in the last week. So to start with last weekend made it out to the field. It was a little bit windy, um, the sun was out. It was it was warm out, but typical Pullman weather. Um, it was it was windy. I would say probably fifteen to twenty mile an hour wind. So definitely not ideal. But it was one of those days, you know, where you go out there and you're really committed and you're really determined to uh, get the flights in. So in I think I was I was only out at the field about three hours, and I got in twenty two flights. Uh, literally just back to back, coming back to the bench, unplugging the heli, throwing it on the charger, throwing on a new battery. And it, it really worked out well having the 7HV, the Warp, and the N7 out there. And I got into a pretty solid rotation where it was just this back to back flying for three hours. And before I knew it, uh, 22 flights had gone by. So nice. So yeah, add, add that onto my total. So tack on another 22. And then during the week, so during, uh, at Urcha, um, I'd mentioned this, I won a mini MKS tail servo. And at first I was a little bit bummed because I was like, man, what am I going to put this tail servo in? I, you know, I was really hoping to get a full size, throw it in, you know, the 7HV or the N7, just upgrade something. And so I got a mini size tail servo and I believe it was probably, I think it was Nick was like, Dude, you know the mm-hmm. other you know the other side of the warp. Like if you look on the other side of the frame, it has a cutout for a mini sized tail servo, so why don't you just put it in that? So I finally got around to doing that this last week, replaced the micro sized tail servo that I had in there, which was also an MKS, with an MKS mini sized tail servo. Um so quite a little bit of an upgrade there. So went through and did all the setup on that this last week. And then today I found myself about uh, one o'clock. I'm done with class, got all my homework done, luckily, Wednesday and Thursday, and it was about 85 degrees out, and I took off and went to the field. So I had a chance to put some flights on the Warp, the 7HV, and the N7, but unfortunately, 
I only got in 10 flights today. It was kind of one of those days where just one thing happens and then another thing happens and you're finally just like, you know what, I'm going to call this a day before I just destroy a helicopter. Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute. You know, you, how many hours were you out there for 10 flights? Uh, probably two hours. Um, not not super. I, I kind of more, I went out there with the mentality. I, I may have brought a multirotor out there, may or may not. And I was just kind of out there, you know, about got out there about one, uh, two o'clock, and you know I'm just gonna hang out. Sun, it's a uh, light out till about seven, and let's get some flying in and kind of relax out at the field. Um, I only made it to ten. The reason being, so I had been having this morning when I went to charge up some packs to go out to the field, my charging case kept having some issues. Um, I'd get about five minutes into a charge after I'd put, I usually do 24 amps on each of my iCharger 306Bs and then a couple amps on my 206B. And this is usually perfectly fine. But for some reason this morning, it would beep at me and I'd get a control error and all three of the chargers would shut down and stop charging. So... I, I quickly kind of investigated, didn't really, I didn't look very hard. I have, you know, I had to get to class. Um, and so decided, you know, I, when I headed out, when I went out to the field, just grabbed the charging case, I was still able to charge just at a lower amperage. And when I got out to the field, it finally just quit working at all. There was no voltage on the terminals where I plug in my charger. And so this was kind of the first thing that happened to me. Um, I did have a couple 7HV packs charged up and the warp packs charged up, so I could still continue to fly. And then obviously with the N7 having a 4,000 milliamp receiver pack, shoot, I could get, you know, 15 flights in on that thing before it dies. And so I wasn't too worried about the charging case. So I did continue to fly after that quit working. But then with the N7, I, you know, I was doing a couple flights and all of a sudden I noticed it started uh, sounding a little bit rough, like it was going lean in the mid. And so sure enough, you know, I started doing some TikToks uh, fairly low. And then kind of my test for the mid range is really work the motor with some TikToks and then immediately hit throttle hold. And listen, does it hang on the pipe or does it immediately come down to an idle? And sure enough, like I thought, it hung for quite a while. So I was going, oh crap, I got to, you know, go out a couple clicks on that mid range. And so I went out about four clicks, which... On the uh, 3DS, that's quite an adjustment on the mid-range. And go out to start flying it again, and sure enough, it's still lean. Um, throw it into some TikToks again, only fly it for about 15, 20 seconds, and it still hangs on the pipe. And when I went out there to investigate, I noticed that the nipple on the top of the tank that basically feeds the pressure into the tank from the motor. You said nipple. <laughs> you said nipple. I did say nipple. I'll say it again. Nipple. It had it had come loose. Dan's um, getting exciting. And I didn't excited. have last time. Exciting when I, and excited. Oh my gosh. <laughs> just just tell me how Dan up. feels when you don't shut up. Yeah, seriously. No, so it it had come loose, and I didn't have any more sealant. Um, and I, yeah, I, I just I basically at this point the charging case didn't work. The nitro, it, the since the nipple had come loose, there was fuel just it had just covered the entire heli with fuel because it was just splashing out on everything. And at this point, I was just you know I think I'm gonna I'm going to uh, call it a day at ten flights. So brought everything home, and the first thing I did when I got home was. 
I went and plugged in the charging case because if I'm going to fly at all this weekend, which the weather is looking awesome here in Pullman this weekend, I believe it's supposed to be 87 degrees both Saturday and Sunday with like three miles an hour wind, which for here is just nearly unheard of. I'm so used to just dealing with 15 to 20 miles an hour that if I can get out there in the middle of the day with no wind, that is awesome. I got to take advantage of that. And so the first thing I did was try to troubleshoot my charging case. And right when I looked under the lid, I noticed that one of the nuts that holds one of my connections tight on the bottom of my terminals or my chargers plug in had backed off ever so slightly. And it was actually getting such a bad connection. The resistance was so high right there at that joint that it created an incredible amount of heat. And the wire had actually melted up into the plastic. And so I did, I threw, yeah, I threw up a picture on Facebook. It's a little bit hard to see, but that washer is actually melted up into that plastic insulation. And once, I mean, once I saw that it it was a relatively easy fix, just uh, pulled it off, kind of used a file to get the melted plastic off of the metal and sure up all the connections, went back around and re-loctited everything. Uh, Basically just make sure everything was all tight and ready to go. I have had those loosen up before yeah. as well. Yeah, and I, I did Loctite them the first time around. It's not like I, I just tightened them up. Um, I and there's really it. no vibration there. So it's, I, I do not. You know what I think? It, the only thing that I can like logically think of is that we run all these connections. Uh, I mean, the majority of the connectors that we use, we, we push them. No question, oh, yeah. we push them. And it's got to be... Uh, like a, a thermal cycle. expansion thing absolutely yeah. like it's getting hot and then cooling down getting hot and cooling down and it's basically loosening it up that way that's the only thing i can think of yeah because this is one of those connect so how i have my charging case wired is basically all of the current for the two i charger 306b's goes through this one connection um mm-hmm. so i guess at times that could be 50 amps at you know 25 volts at what these uh ba- what the 6s batteries are and so a fair amount of power through one bullet connector. Yeah. And that's, you know, for a continuous current. So, yeah, definitely the heat could play a factor there. Um, so quickly got that fixed and did a couple test uh, charges through two batteries on there at 25 amps a channel or 25 amps a charger. And it, you know, perfectly fine. So isolated and fixed the problem and then got the N7 all sealed back up and got that all ready to go. So. As of right now, my flight count is standing at three hundred or four hundred and fifty-two flights. Wow. Walking away, four fifty-two, and I'm hoping my goal is to put even more space this weekend. Um, like I said, the weather is looking absolutely great. Um, it's still a little bit early on in the semester. I'm only two weeks down for school, so I'm. Very on top of my homework at this point. Um, I worked hard, you know, got it all done this last week. So the way I see it, I should be, I should get in a fair amount of flights this weekend. So hmm. well, that sucks. I was just going to say, yeah, that does suck. Yeah. It's all, it's all relative. You poor perspective. You only got 10 flights in today. Uh, yeah. I know, you know it sucked. I had to cut my trip to the field. I had to cut it I off take early. Three, four weeks off and I come back and it's, it's like I never left. Well, you obviously didn't regard? listen to the shows because I hadn't been flying all that much. Oh, just with the, hey, what'd you do this week? Oh, I went out and got 50 flights in. Oh, yeah, yep. okay, back to normal. 
No, no, no. I, I got in 32 this last week. <laughs> oh, definitely. Not, not 50. Not 50. Well, 32. here's the deal. It appears that we have a trifecta of no flies. Oh, week. I got to go print out another card real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get any heli flights in this week. That is awesome, Dan. That is so awesome. That's exactly what I wanted to hear, truthfully. (laughs) Because I was was getting uh, worried. I was getting kind of busy this week, and I haven't been feeling good most of the week. So those two things combined led to no heli flying at all. So that's all I've been up to, guys. That's it, huh? (laughs) Wow. Wow. Pretty much. No no wrenching, uh, fixing... No, not on helicopters. New products? You haven't Anything? sold anything? You haven't, Did was, you buy a Cosmic? No. <laughs> no. Okay. But I did get in the mail. I'd mentioned this last week, but I actually put a picture of them up on Facebook today. Uh, I got four expert servos. Oh, nice. yes. That's oh, right. Nice. And yes, they will be going into a new helicopter. And we already know what that is. Do we? Oh, that's right. We went over yep, that last it's week. The, yes, we it's do. the yep. Rush Sorry. Evo. Can't hold them in suspense twice. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> can't if I, I can pretend. Damn it. I, yeah. I want to. That's fair. It's not going to work, but I can do it. Um, so I'm not quite sure when that's going to happen. Probably in the next few weeks. So what's, what's your flight count at, Dan? It's the same as it was last I, week. I know. I just want to hear it one more time. 414. Okay. Yeah, wow. well, you're, at least you're still in the 400s, dude. Yeah. I, um, I'm two I will not be putting behind. A, I will not be putting a Cosmic in uh, the Evo when I get it. I will be putting a Castle in there. Well, I have a 160 that you could buy if you'd like. Actually, I'm going to be... I need one, yeah. Yeah? You know, See that? Yeah. It was a match made in heaven. <laughs> it's pro- probably all used up and nasty. You've been putting it on the speed helis and shit. Nah, dude. It's it's tried and true. <laughs> On the verge one, of death. One flight away from. <laughs> it's because it's been pushing 200 amps for. Oh, no. Well, it's like, what? Hey, Justin, that dude that was going to buy your charger. Oh, yeah. Because, oh, cool. yeah, well. He had a guy ask him if he'd like ever charged it at maximum. Well, what do you charge at with it? Justin's like, well, it's 20 amps a channel, so I charge it 20 amps. Oh, never mind. I don't want it then. What? Yeah, it's it's used. <laughs> You don't it's, want that. It's used up. Everyone's got their own reasons, but yeah, oh, so uh, it's- I, I I happen to believe Dan that <laughs> that I uh, I have tested the 160 for you, and since you're not going to be pulling anywhere close to the current that I was on speed, that thing's just going to kind of doze off while it flies with you. It's just going to be like, all right, I'm ready. Go or ahead. or. Or your collective management will give it a run for its money, or no, or you've, <laughs> or you've used used it to the with an inch of its life, and it just doesn't have any more to give. All sales are final. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no warranty, no refunds, no warranty, no returns, no That's guarantees. Right. I, know, I know where you live. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. That's what you call a veiled threat. It's all yours, nonetheless. Did it it work? (laughs) Are you worried? No, not at all. Yeah, so I'm going to be needing to uh, gather up some components. I already got a fly barless unit to put on it. Um, 
I've already got... I need a motor. That's what I need. What motor should I put on it? On the um, Evo? How about... You guys have one of those? Do you have one of those, Justin? Oh, dude, I've got seven motors right now. Yeah, because yeah. I sent him yes, a he sent me three. I had four. I got Holy all sorts cow. of motors, dude. Yeah, I'm ready to oh. rock. All right, well, you and I will we talk. Should, we'll just talk offline here. We'll make a deal. Yeah. They all sit. We'll he sets them all up at a table in a circle, and they have conversations with each other. They do. <laughs> he rubs their connectors. Whoa. Oh, moral <laughs> compass. What are you doing? <laughs> wow. She gets all avatar with them. Maybe all those mo- <laughs> yeah. motor magnets are throwing your compass off, dude. Because yeah. it's uh, I'm a little too close right now. Uh, to motor. Yeah. Watch out for the shaft, Dan. Oh, <laughs> so we um, let's see for me this week, guys. It's just been uh, work and no flying. And I got to tell you, um, I was really looking forward to this weekend because, as Jesse mentioned, this I don't I saw a weather map of the whole Northwest all the way over to you guys. And man, is this weekend going to be good all the way around? What a terrible weekend to, to not go flying, but I'm not going flying. So I need to print off next week's Why card aren't you going too. flying? I don't want to get into that. I think you should. I'm not. <laughs> because what the listeners are going to realize is if you just manned up and wore a diaper. Oh, come on now. You'd be good <laughs> to go. I'm not feeling good. <laughs> I am not going to go to the field when I'm not feeling good. Let's leave it at that. How does that sound? Dan's afraid of having an ass attack while flying. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the bus. Here's Dan. He's under the bus. (laughs) 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 Pretty soon we're going to sell a Dan laying under the bus action figure with moving parts. (laughs) So here's what I'm going to do this weekend. It's got nothing to do with helicopters. You guys ready for this? Mm -hmm. I'm going to play Wild Star all weekend. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Well, write Dan off for the next year. Delving into the world of MMOs. That's right. So if any of you guys out there are playing Wildstar... What's your character name? Um, It's not very original. Go ahead. <laughs> Alias? Oh. Oh, <laughs> you are a helicopter oh, brand. You, you know, are. I'm a little pissed off. After all that praise last week, I was fully expecting a, a kit to show up at my house. <laughs> 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I've got a couple characters, but one of them, yes, is named Alias. Justin, what, just a- what was yours? My character name? I had yes. a number of them. They're all girls. I don't play male characters. I've got a couple female characters. What's uh, the one Elomina? that we always joke about? I want to hear you say it out loud. I, oh, honestly, I, I don't. I have no idea. I what know what it is. About. I know what it is. What? Balls to your chin. Oh, that wasn't an MMO game. That was that was uh, first-person shooters. Yeah, balls oh, to your well, chin. Or balls to your chin. Yeah. <laughs> That's he the last thing a- your character sees uh, <laughs> before you topple over dead. Balls to your chin. <laughs> That's right. The fact that you put that much time into thinking about that before you created it. Yeah, I'm actually, usually like, seriously. I don't care about the name. I just want to play. I I actually, um, I used to name one. I used to always make a female character. And uh, I finally got, uh, when I was playing World of Warcraft, they actually 
uh, GM made me change the name. They banned your name? They did. It was Lick a Lot of Puss. Gaming nerd humor. No one else is wow. laughing, but I like it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. So, but anyway, on a side note, if any of our listeners out there are playing Wildstar, let me know. Uh, maybe we could... Uh, and tell us what it. your character names are. Yeah, tell us what your character names are. The funny ones only. Yeah. What about... Uh, That's it, dude? I'd like to say there was some, uh, you know, other than the excitement of getting the... How well... Uh, the cards going out. I necessarily didn't have much to do that other than asking Ken to do it for me. Um, it's fantastic to see the, see them showing up and people posting pictures. Yes. Um, yeah, it's amazing. They should, the last, the absolute last of the ones that, I, that we're, we're waiting on should go out this, uh, Monday. So awesome. Absolutely. 100% caught up. Beautiful. As and far for as those of you who are ordering cards now, you're you're probably going to get a blank card, I think, because th- there was a question about why do yeah. some people have blank cards and some people have their names printed. It's because the first, what was it, Nick, like 400 or 350 cards? Yeah, 350, uh, was, three, I believe. 360, yeah. 50, something like that got printed. The rest of them, uh, you know, that's when we placed the order for the printing and the others hadn't signed up yet so it's just too okay you can personalize it it's too Make expensive it for us to do it on on short runs the car i mean we'd 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 have to double the price of the citizen membership just to pay for the stupid name on the car name you know yeah, so exactly it's it's unfortunate it's not what we had hoped but like we said before we're amateurs at this stuff and we are learning if we can come up with something we'll we'll let you guys know but uh, just take a sharpie, and uh, yeah. you've been writing your name for however long you've been alive. So I'm pretty sure you can spell it right. <laughs> True. <laughs> a little harsh, but yeah, a little harsh. <laughs> Damn. Uh coming off last week though, I feel like being a little harsh sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. maybe. Mm-hmm. You know what, Dan? Huh. I, I anticipate that you're about to move into the news, but I've got a quick uh, go back. All right. Because you guys ridiculed me off stage. I forgot to mention a very exciting thing. Yeah. I'm going to XFC next year. What? Yeah. Just like you're just going to go just because or you got plans? Oh, I got plans. What are you doing? So Santiago, the the director of the Urcha Speed Cup, is working right now with the organizers of the group to get a speed competition at XFC. Oh, nice. It'll be one class, unlimited only. So, you know, anything goes up to 16S, fuselage or not. And I talked to him. I mean, it's still in work. There, There are still some details to be worked out. But so it may or may not happen. But he's thinking it's uh pretty high probability and it'll basically be if you register if you pre-register you'll get to compete and if there are too many people then they'll just do qualifying rounds so you're seriously going as a competitor yeah dude huh absolutely the bar set set pretty low then well yeah he even he even (laughs) made a, a, a a a an adaptation for me he says I may bump the 6.5 kilogram weight limit up for some of you fatties out there. 
So there you go. <laughs> nice. That's pretty exciting news, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm psyched. Yeah. Huh. Well, um, maybe we should quit rambling and we babbling should. on. Maybe get some news done. What do you think? We got any news this week? Yeah, we got a couple. Feels weird to do the news. You I think guys we'll have been finally doing have some news this week. Yeah, we're we're glad you're here to do the yeah. news. <laughs> yeah, you guys are. <laughs> Innovated by the world-renowned Burt Kammerer, who has over three decades in the hobby. B.K. Servo. There were none out there that were powerful enough. B.K. Servo. Above the rest, simply the best. B.K. Servo. Find out more at www.bkservo.com. Alrighty, guys, this week's news is brought to you by HeliDaily.com, your daily RC helicopter news magazine. And once again, I nail it. What do we got for news, Nick? <laughs> I feel like that was directed at Justin. Yeah. Maybe. You know what? <laughs> Maybe. Um,. All right, so the, you know the Goblin 380. Wow, the the buzz that's coming around this thing is just it's crazy. You know that and the Chase 360 are just it's like they're battling. They're battling for you know for that. I don't even know because they're. I mean they're they're slightly different sized helis, but in the end, I think it's still the same concept. So um, SAB. Uh, actually, Bert did a video for SAB talking about some of the features, you know, dispelling a couple of the myths on on what's coming with the 380, when to expect it, you know, that sort of a thing. Uh, there was a couple things when I watched this video that really stuck out. A, this is the first time I've got a chance to kind of see the mechanics and see it with the canopy off. And holy cow, lack of parts. I mean, there is not much to this heli. That's for sure. And, uh, you know, like the single there in the video, he talks about this whole one bolt thing, one bolt theme, uh, one bolt holding the head block on the main shaft, uh, one bolt to adjust the belt tension on the motor. And then he got to the one that really caught my attention. One bolt holds the boom to the frame. What yeah, do you guys dude. think about that? Real engineers do it efficiently. I think that it's it's awesome to see that they're actually pushing the limits and trying to break through some of the common crap that we see. Because these things don't need to have 500 million parts on them. Yeah. That's what I think. And I, I want agree. one of every color. And you want... <laughs> oh, I know. You are so... Yeah, I feel like somebody owns too many goblins no it's you know he's bought enough of the german market now to where i think he's back <laughs> in the safe territory yeah but uh no i just i thought that was pretty cool it's a little you know makes me a little leery especially with uh you know like when the original goblin came out it's like oh yes the plastic bolts and it's made to break away when you crash, but it ended up breaking away when you flew it, and <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> uh, so it makes me a little bit nervous. But if you know, if you're 
curious about one or interested in getting one, definitely watch this video because uh, I thought it was pretty cool and gave you a little bit of an inside scoop on the Goblin 380. Now, that is really all that I have for news. I came back expecting to like... Wait, whoa, 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 no. Oh, and you were talking You were talking him up here, Dan. Come on now. I may mess up the intro, but damn it, I bring some shit to the table. <laughs> <laughs> one piece of news. Seriously? You only got one? <laughs> Come on, Nick. Well, I... Make something you know, up. I'm trying make something to... something up, Nick. Make something up? Yeah. Yeah, give us. You know, yeah, we, got, we did that last time. That kept the listeners yeah. on edge. What, mm-hmm. what? What are you? What are you feeling? Oh, I could you make want up me a to news like, that you'd like to hear. A, a really like super far fetched. Yes, let's yeah. do it. Like conspiracy theory news. Yeah. Let's, okay. Okay. Everything's so, in bounds. Did you guys hear that Curtis Youngblood is going to make helicopters? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Now we know you're stretching. Don't even say it. (laughs) And you know what? They're going to come on them. They're going to come with the new Mikado fly barless unit. It's an all-in-one unit, and it's like (laughs) $189.95. No way, dude. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Absolutely. I know. It's, it's, It's crazy. And, you and don't it's going to feature the new Contronic Cosmic Super Pro that's only 200 bucks. That's right. And it doesn't, you don't have to sign up anywhere. You don't have to read German to get updates. Or give They're, up a kid. Or give up a kid. The <laughs> updates are free for it. And um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, it's designed just, to be crashed into trees. Yes, definitely crashed into trees. And you know the even more amazing part? It comes with a torque tube that doesn't strip gears. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were actually the company that nailed it. They made a torque tube that didn't strip gears. Ever? Ever. Incredible. It's 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 phenomenal. It's almost you like know it what? Almost like it doesn't exist. Heli, Nick. The weirdest part of all this? Yeah, what's the weirdest? I mean, this just blows my freaking mind, all right? They put a tail fin on it that actually allows the tail fin to sit on the ground and the 115s don't touch. Oh, <laughs> wow. I mean, freaking we holy were, cow. we were given SAB props for the one bolt thing. Yeah, no. Yeah, this is like next level shit right I'm still here. hung up. I mean, what, this what's is the, serious. What's the name? Next level shit. What's the name? Yeah, what is next level called? Well, there's, no, there's only one. There's only one name. Because when you're... When you are the king, right? And when you are the king of making helicopters and when you have the king's flybarless system, the only weapon that the king has ever chosen is the Excalibur. So that's what it's called. It's called the Excalibur. The Excalibur. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 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 It's got a patented six bolt release battery tray system. Absolutely. Six bolt, and you, and you know the even the more phenomenal part. Six bolt quick release. The battery compartment. Oh my god, blows my mind. Fits all brands of batteries. Oh, and you don't. It has and you don't have to take the canopy off to install them. No, it's got a little flip up thing in the nose, so you can just shoot it straight through. It's like it eats the battery out one end, it craps it back out the other end. 
and it's when got it's these spent. these guards on the inside of the frames. They're called anti-balance tap ripping off guards so that when you put the battery <laughs> in, it doesn't rip. Rip your balance, your balance connectors oh. off. What are the? Can you describe the skids, Nick? What are you seeing when you look at the skids? Are they similar to the well, advanced look of the Alias Rush skids? They were going to go that direction. I mean, they really were. But then someone in the marketing department got like had this really crazy Eureka idea, and they did a poll about the skids, and uh, unbeknownst, I mean. Every this one was a big. They button hooked them. I mean, this was a big curveball. One guy voted for those skids, and they still don't even know who that guy is. Who was the guy who voted that he liked the carbon skids? Because no one likes them, so they went with traditional, good old fashioned skids. Huh. Good call. Yeah. Good call. I oh, dude. It I must com- have been Mark. Mark must have been the guy that voted. I, I don't know. I, I mean, want I an just, Excalibur. Yeah. I, you should I'm sold. you should get an Excalibur. Absolutely. Yep. Coming but, uh, to you soon. Any idea on price? What are we looking at? Well, you know, 99999995. It depends on who makes it. I mean, seriously, it does. See, Venture Aircraft was thinking about opening up the doors and making it again, but it was going to be like, you know, 18995. Out the door after license and tax and shit. But I think what's going to happen is that more than likely, like, uh, I don't know, probably a line will steal it and then it'll come out for like eighty nine ninety five. The first week and then the second week there'll be a V2. Yeah, V2 and an upgrade. Oh, there's already. Head it's so it, yeah. advanced. They put the next three versions of heads just in the box with it. Oh, you get, and, you get, and the speed. You get fuselage. four heads in the box. Yeah, and the speed. And you know what? There is. They've come out with this really cool, clear, uh, boom cover protector. So you put the boom on, you put the boom cover on, and then you put the clear boom cover protector over the top of that. So that oh, you're set. Hardcore. When 3D. you crash, yeah, it's made out of gorilla glass. So when you crash, <laughs> it doesn't scratch your boom protector. And definitely doesn't touch her boom because no one likes anyone else to touch her boom. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And that is a load of feces. (laughs) And that is the news of the week. And that's the news of the month. You asked for it. Some of that may or may not be true. Just a little bit of a disclaimer. (laughs) No, 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 no. Curtis is sitting there going, crap. How did they know? How did they know? Shoot, back to the drawing board. <laughs> so on a serious note, is there seriously no news other than that? One little there's news. That's, there's I, that's news. all I have. I hope someone else has some more. What I've do you got, got news. Uh, MKS never stops innovating. They have a new micro high voltage cordless servo, the HV93. It's coming out this month. This this is uh, an all aluminum case, high voltage up to eight point four volts, so direct two S, cordless motor. Does it say BK on the side? It doesn't say BK. All right. It's uh it's fast as hell at eight eight and eight and a quarter or eight point four volts. It's at five milliseconds point oh five. Oh sorry, fifty milliseconds. Jeez, I'm losing it tonight. 
and it only weighs 20 grams. I don't have the price yet, but uh, this this looks like it's going to be pretty awesome. And I, I think they're they're uh, they're working to appeal to some of the people who are now catching up with the whole coreless revolution and realizing that they're not mm. bad servos. Uh, so because it's coreless, I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and predict or expect that the price will be uh, more reasonable or lower than what an equivalent brushless might be. And I think you're going to see better performance from a, a speed standpoint and a time to full torque. Uh, and you'll get just the same amount of cycle life or more out of it. So check that out if you're in the micro servo area. The next one is Bavarian Demon has a firmware update. So version 2.02 just came out a couple of days ago. And the main fixes on this is that they've improved the elevator filter function. So, uh, you know, for those of you who have flown Bavarian Demon on certain helis with certain setups, uh, you will run into a situation where it can be a challenge to tune out an, the elevator bobble on hard stops. And so they have updated the algorithm for that. And now you're actually able to get it really locked in for extremely hard stops. If your heli hasn't had that problem and you were able to tune it to hard stops already, then you're probably not going to see a huge difference in that aspect. It's mainly for the people that have had that challenge. Uh, the other thing is that they have updated the overall control system as it stands on tail and cyclic such that it's supposed to perform even better than it already does. And they've included the tandem heli mixer, which allows you to use a three SX uh, or multiple three SXs for multiple rotor heads for like the scale guys that are doing like the, the two counter rotating. What is it? A Chinook heli or something like, I don't know, but yeah, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, it's uh, it now allows you to basically set, I believe it's like a master and a slave, and then they talk to each other and, and work together. Okay, huh. next. Dude, seriously? Yeah, dude. I'm serious. I'm not messing around here. Wow. Uh, Rotary Wing RC, as we know, one of our awesome show sponsors, and uh, doing advertising with us, right? Uh, Joe and Kyle over at Rotary Wing RC have actually been working closely uh, with one of our other friends, uh, Courtney or Cassine Weaver on on Facebook, if you know her by that name. And and Courtney recently came out with a line of clothing called Flightline. Right. And I think, Nick, you were actually fortunate enough to get like a signed T-shirt. That's right. By the oh. owner herself. By the owner Urcha. herself at Urcha. That's right. So nice. Courtney and Joe and Kyle have uh, worked together and are going to be giving all RCHN listeners a 20% discount on all Flightline shirts at Rotary Wing RC for the month nice. of September. All you got to do is go in and type in RCHN20 into the coupon code area once you've got the t-shirts in your shopping cart and it will give you a 20% discount. Oh, nice. On top of that, Sweet. the cash wells have been kicking some serious butt in terms of increasing uh, their product line breadth. They're bringing in Bavarian Demon now, 
They've obviously got flight line shirts. They're bringing in expert servos, uh, AccuRC simulator. And uh, let's see here. What else am I missing? Oh, they are working on a new division of the company that some of you guys may have heard during Urcha. And I hope, Joe, you don't mind me giving the name out here. They're going to call it RC2, RCRC, which is Rotorcraft RC. And it's going to be a build division. So what they're doing is they're going to start up with uh, a portion of the company where they will do scale builds, charging cases, FPV cases, uh, multi-rotors, ready-to-fly kits. Basically, you call Joe and Kyle up and say, look, I want a, you know, a goblin speed with all this crap in it. And they will put the whole thing together, get it checked out, tuned up for you, and ship it out ready to fly. Hmm. And wow, for those of nice. you who That's were awesome. at Urcha to see some of their charging cases, they're pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, they Fully are. custom carbon fiber with all the trimmings. I mean, really impressive stuff. So, yeah, they uh, got some new stuff at Rotary Wing. Cool. Very Go and nice. check them out. Awesome. RotaryWing.com. Yeah, I one got more time that. with the URL. Hang on one sec. What's that URL again? www.rotarywingrc.com. There it is. Jesse, you have some news. Dan, I got nothing. <laughs> How did I know that? No compass news. Dan, I can't keep up, dude. I got to fly, well, man. Are we still two weeks out on the Kronos? <laughs> uh, Where are we at? Yeah, yeah, two weeks and one day. Two weeks and one day. We've mm. extended it. Oh, did we? I mean, sorry. I meant one week it and got six worse. days. One week and six days. Ah, okay, so we gained a week or gained a day over a yeah, week. No, great. Yeah, no, we gained a day. Excellent. But seriously, is it like three or four weeks away? Seriously, dude, a week and six days. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I believe. Well, I guess you. that's it for news, huh? That's it for news. Yeah. All right, guys. This week's news has been brought to you by HeliDaily.com, your daily RC helicopter news magazine. Nail it. <laughs> Dude, get oh, out of here come on i mean it's it's funny because it's really Hold not on, that I, hard of a, a statement but you know I, some people just right can't now, get it okay and you critique me okay ready yep do it all right guys this week's news has been brought to you by helidaily.com your daily rc helicopter news magazine So, Dan, you know how I've been taste testing a lot of different helis lately. Well, I think it's about time to try out a new flavor. I'm wondering if you've got any suggestions for me as to what to look at next. Dude, did you not read Nick's review on the Blade 700X? Man, you've got to head over to Blade Helicopters and check out their new Pro Series helis. Oh, man, you're right. That 700X looks like it's just the ticket. Well, I'm off to www.bladehellies.com to check out my next flavor. All right. That's good. Now that you've been practicing a few times. Have you you been practicing for the last month? No, dude. That was, uh, I mean, that was cold turkey. Well, you got to learn from your mistakes. I just pulled that that shit out. Out of nowhere. (laughs) Nice job. Excellent. Yeah. So moving right along. So we don't sit here and talk about uh, how well Justin articulated the uh, the news outro. Fine job, by the way. 
Thank you. <laughs> we have, uh, I do believe we got some review talk. We do. Yes. What, what do we got? What do we got on reviews today? Finally, Justin has gotten around to getting the OptiPower Ultra Packs review done. All right, everybody, go grab a cold drink, get comfortable, settle in. Yeah, uh, guys, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna on. actually take off. Um, That's Dan, could offensive. You, could you just cover my email at the end, Dan? I can do that. For yeah, you. okay. Yeah. I'll catch up with you guys. Uh, I'm next just gonna week. I'm just gonna check back in about 20, 30 minutes. I'm gonna play some video games yeah that's fine i'm just gonna take off i got other stuff to do all right justin go ahead man (laughs) (laughs) all right so yeah well i'll i'll do my best to not make it too long i promise it's not gonna be like a goblin speed or a you know one of those other big ones tick 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 so here we go (laughs) once upon a time I actually uh, got some packs from OptiPower to do a review. Actually, it was about it was about four months ago, April, May. I was in the middle of the Goblin Speed review, got in contact uh, with Andrew Hinton Lever and Ben Varley over at OptiPower UK, and they thought it might be a good idea to, uh, you know, tag the OptiPower pack review on with the Goblin Speed, because as you guys know, speed flying really puts it to a, a set of batteries. And so, first off, thank you to Andrew and Ben for hooking us up with this and giving us the opportunity to get these reviewed. Um, The packs themselves, just a a quick overview here. I think everyone's seen an OptiPower pack at one point or another. They come in uh, nice, clean, blue shrink wrap, uh, individually packaged in thick foam. These, the ones that we actually reviewed were the 5000 milliamp 6S ultra packs and when they when they say ultra they're referring specifically to the c rating so the advertised c rating is 50 c continuous with a max burst of 100 c and a charge rating that and this one's kind of interesting the charge rating that they specify is one to three c max uh 45 to 50 millimeters in cross section and about 155 millimeters long And mine came in at right around 840 to 850 grams a piece. Why did it take me so long to get through this review? For one, I don't fly nearly as much as you guys. And for two, what's the point of doing a battery review if you don't actually put a few cycles on the packs? Uh, I, I wanted to make sure that I was able to cycle the packs enough to get good data. You know me, I'm an engineer, I'm data driven, I want to see what what the data tells me and what that meant was I wanted to get at least a hundred cycles on these things ended up getting quite a bit more than that. Well, a little bit more. I'm I'm up at about 114 cycles right now. And a good portion of that was done in the goblin speed during the speed review. uh, And when it was set up for 12 S and then I eventually switched over to using them only on my 3d helis, which up until recently was the T-Rex 700 DFC and the Goblin 770. Now, to start off, as we've talked before, the speed is really an ideal platform because of the load that we put on these packs. We're talking two to three minutes uh, per flight of high current discharge in the range of 150 to well over 200 amps. These packs themselves, I think, have seen spikes for 
five to 10 seconds up at 220 to 230 amps. The Goblin Speed setup, as most people probably know at this point, was a Castle Edge 160HV with a cap pack and then a Scorpion 4530-540 limited edition. And I was generally running at head speeds between 23 and 2600 RPM and up to 15 degrees of collective pitch. What do we really care about when we're, we're talking packs? We care about what the C rating is, how it performs in flight, how does it hold voltage under high loads. The disclaimer I'm going to give here is that we've talked about packs a thousand times before. I personally have yet to see, touch, test, or fly a pack that come that is uh, is able to perform with an apparent C rating in excess of 35 or 40 C. Uh, it, this is not, I don't want people to take this as a negative or a bash against OptiPower or any other brand, uh, but we've de- been down that path before, and I think what you're going to find is regardless of what C rating you call it, these packs compare very favorably against other packs. Uh, I did fly other packs uh, during this time, and that's what I'm going to use to compare. But because this is an OptiPower review, I want to make sure that I keep those other packs anonymous. You guys know what I've flown before, so you can draw your own conclusions. But we're not going to talk any other brands here. Okay. Now, we need to talk a little bit of theory, and I promise I'll make this quick. You guys need to follow, though because uh, you're actually on the air with me. What we want to talk about is how do we calculate C rating? Okay, I'm going to get some data out of my charger or out of an ESR meter. I want to be able to convert that into something that I care about and that we can all relate to. So follow me on this one. Power, electrical power. It's equal to current squared times resistance, right? If I want to know how much current I can support for a given power through a given resistance, I divide the power by the resistance and take the square root. You on the same page with me? Write it down in your head. Write it down on a piece of paper. Yep. It'll be in the, it'll even be in the review. I promise I'll give you the equation. Is there a quiz at the end? There is a quiz. Yep. Sweet. All right. Why do we care? Because in order to calculate what the apparent discharge rating or C rating of a battery is, you got to be able to do this math. So over many years and thousands, probably tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of batteries worth of testing in the LiPo industry, they've developed an an experimentally based or an empirical factor that some will call the dissipation factor. And what this means for a typical LiPo is that it can handle about six watts of of heat dissipation due to pushing that high current through the cell internal resistance for every one amp hour of capacity or 1,000 milliamp hours. So, for example, a five amp hour pack, which is what I'm I'm reviewing here, a 5,000 milliamp hour pack, can handle about 30 watts of dissipation internally before it becomes so hot that either the chemistry or the cell structure degrades permanently and we get puffing, we get reduction in discharge capability, the IRs increase and it ceases to be 
all that useful of a pack for hard flying. With this, we can take an average cell internal resistance or IR as people have have referred to it in the past, and we can measure it from a number of different chargers, from an ESR meter. Uh, It doesn't really make a difference where you get the measurement, and I'll tell you why, because as long as you make the measurements consistently, then you'll have a relative comparison. I've got an ESR meter from Progressive RC. I've also got the dual power lab. I chose actually to use the dual power lab because it gives me all six cells at the same time. So it was a lot easier for the number, the number of data points I was taking uh, to, to use the charger than the, uh, as compared to the ESR. Now, when you do a comparison back to back on the ESR meter and the dual power lab, the numbers are a little different, but again, as long as I'm doing it the same way for different packs, Uh, then I'm going to get data that can be compared. Okay, so let's do a quick example. If I've got a 5,000 milliamp hour pack, that's five amp hours. You multiply that by six watts per amp hour, which is the dissipation factor. We already got 30 watts max. Now let's assume an average cell resistance of one milliohm. You get 30,000 square amps. When you take the square root of that, you get about 173 amps. That's the max current you can push through a 1 milliohm cell before it starts to degrade. You divide that by the capacity of the pack, 5 amp hours, and you get your C rating. So in that in that example, we've got a pack with a C rating of about 34, 34 and a half. Okay? Pretty easy, right? Once once you think it through in your head and you write it down. The, the disclaimer here, the dissipation factor may vary a bit for different pack chemistries, whether it's state-of-the-art battery technology or not. But again, stay consistent between packs, and at least you got an apples to apples. If you, if you want to play around with how it affects things, just for example, if you used a dissipation factor of 7 watts per amp hour instead of 6, it's going to increase your C rating value by about 8%. Not a huge difference. Okay, the IR measurements that I did using the dual power lab were were done every cycle for the first five break in cycles. And I'll go into detail on that in in a few minutes on the bench and then every 10 cycles after that. And it was always done at a pack temperature of between 70 to 73 F. There's a little bit of error in there because we know that the IR does change decently over temperature but Mm -hmm. uh, i i think it's it's uh it's okay we can deal with that i have as of the date of this review 114 cycles on the packs so far in a in a series 12s configuration and we're going to compare them to brand x so guys i shared with you some plots didn't i and the listeners are going to be able to see that when they see the written review uh, that will go live this week so we're going to compare to brand x and we want to get to the bottom line Uh, let's let's look at the let's look at the plots here so what you see on the plots are uh, two sets of data on the left axis. We've got average cell IR in milliohms and on the right, the calculated C rating. And if you just take a step back and look at things, uh, the opt power C rating 
and the OptiPower average IR curves are actually quite a bit different and a lot better than brand X. The first and foremost, which is kind of interesting, is the first five cycles of break-in make a huge difference. Uh, and when you guys do get to put your eyes on the plots, you can see that the OptiPower started at cycle one at about 30C and over a five cycle break in regimen increased up to about 33 or 34 C. It's like a 15 to 20 percent increase in apparent C rating just through the break in. And these break in cycles were a discharge from 4.2 to 3.8 back to 4.2 charge. I did it five times, 10 amps charge rate, five amps discharge. Once you get through the break-in and you actually start flying it in the heli, you can see that the, the curve, the increase in C rating slows down a bit. But even after break-in, I gain about another 4C over the next 60-ish cycles. So the OptiPower packs peak out around 50 to 60 cycles at a rating of just below 38C, Okay. And then they start to slowly tail off over the next 20 cycles to about, we'll call it 36 or 37 C. And then they drop pretty significantly from 37 down to about 30 uh, over the next 20 or 30 out to 90 cycles. Now, first things first, why am I only getting 50 or 60 cycles of peak C rating? Because, like I told you guys at the beginning of the review, we're talking about flying this on a speed heli. That's, yeah. that's uh, you know, six to eight runs per flight for two or three minutes. Each run is five to ten seconds long at 150 to 250 amps. That is way more stress than you're ever going to put on these packs in a 3D heli. Okay? I don't even know if you could get them more in the air. Period. I mean, there's nothing you could do to it in the air more than what you're doing, really. Yeah, no, I agree with you completely, Nick, because even the hardest core 3D pilots, I mean, I've heard people claim they've seen spikes on data logging ESCs up to three or 400 amps, but we're talking spikes. That's less than a second or maybe a second long. On this, we're, we're dealing with sustained high current. So you're beating the crap out of those packs. They're warming <laughs> up very quickly. Uh, the average increase in temperature that we saw on speed runs from, say, an ambient of 70 to 75 degrees at the field. At the end of the run, the packs were generally up at 105 to 125 degrees F. So it, it's a pretty significant increase in temperature only over a couple of minutes of flying. If you compare that to Brand X, what's interesting is the Brand X packs actually seem to do uh, or perform similar during the break-in okay pretty pretty steady increase from about 27 c to about 31 or 32 c in the first five cycles but they uh, tail off to a peak a lot more shallowly which means the peak is only up at about 33 c it peaks out at 40 ish cycles and then starts dropping from 40 cycles on now, on the Brand X packs, I've only got about 74 or 75 cycles. So right now, I've not observed the same big drop-off in C rating as I've seen 
on the OptiPower packs, but I expect that I will see those in another few cycles. What does this all translate to in terms of real world? Okay, because that's really what we care about here. At the end of the day, the OptiPowers can handle the speed loads way better than Brand X. Under a, a 170 to 180 amp load, and I have plots for this as well uh, on the Castle data log, what we're seeing on the OptiPowers is that they hold a loaded voltage of about 42 to 43 volts. Brand X drops sometimes as low as 38 or 39 volts under a similar load. What that translates to is that my governed head speed doesn't drop below the set point or my governed value as much on the Optis as compared to Brand X or, or a lesser performing battery in general. And that ultimately turns us uh, towards higher speed capabilities on the speed machine. Uh, so over over a number of flights on the speed, what I was seeing on the Optis was on runs that were actually similarly clean. And that's a big disclaimer, because as we've talked about, speed's all about technique and my technique still leaves a bit to be expected. But when I really nailed a run on the Optipacks compared to other packs, I would see, generally speaking, a five or ten mile an hour higher speed on comparably clean runs and my max speed still remains on OptiPowers as 155 uh, which i haven't gotten within five or so miles an hour of since that occurred you know there was a little bit of wind behind me on it but uh, the fact still remains that these packs hold voltage under these huge loads a whole hell of a lot better so when you look at the plots, what you'll find is I, I continued logging IR and C rating. And when I noticed that the C re rating had peaked out at around the 50 or 60 cycle area and was starting to decline, I decided to fly them a little bit more on the Goblin speed just to see how they were going to progress. And then I eventually retired them to my 3D helis. Rev Electrics USA. They have a great selection of battery chargers and battery management systems to include charging adapters and power supply selection. They have LiPo batteries and flight stabilization systems as well. They also have a wide variety of accessories and RC hobby sports gear too. Log on to www.usastore.revelectrics.com to find out more. That's R-E-V-O-L-E-C-T-R-I-X.com. In, in, in the 3D helis, you can still feel the difference. And you want to take that with a grain of salt because I don't fly hard 3D. My brand of 3D is slow, smooth, a little bit of big air thrown in. I'm not running crazy head speeds. But I still think it's a valid comparison. And that's because while on the T-Rex 700, I didn't feel as big of a difference between packs. On the 770, I felt a pretty significant difference because now we're talking about a 13 and a half pound heli and I'm loading these packs with edge 753s 
And on 12S, it takes a lot of oomph to get those 753s moving and to hold the head speed on them. And and uh, the OptiPowers, I feel, performed better uh, and, and felt more powerful over the entire flight uh, as compared to the, the Brand X packs on my 3D helis. Okay, now we peaked out at around... 38C, like I said, on the opt powers, assuming the dissipation factor of the six watts per amp hour. If you wanted to look at what if uh, they were seven watts per amp hour, well, that makes it a 41C apparent rating. Uh, it it again, it's all relative. Uh, the the manufacturers write a certain number on the label. Uh, some people, some of them claim that they have shown true C ratings equivalent to the label. Some haven't. Uh, I'm really, I'm at, at this point, I'm past all of that. I don't really care what's written on the cover of the pack. What I care about is, can I tell a difference with real world operation and with the data that I'm able to capture from my ESCs and my power systems and my data loggers? And unequivocally i can tell a difference with the OptiPower packs they did perform and continue to perform better than the other competitors packs okay uh at least in the six cell 50c chemistry now have i flown the 35 c's no i haven't uh and and just based on this experience i would imagine that the other packs are going to fly very similarly will perform better under speed, it's not surprising to only get 50 to 60 good hard cycles out of any pack before you got to start thinking about getting a new set. Under 99%, if not all of the people 3Ding, these packs are going to be lasting at that peak of 37, 38C, probably well into the hundreds of cycles. And if you're good about your packs and you do not over discharge them and you keep them at storage and you do a proper break in, uh, I think you're going to find that these guys are going to last a long time and they're going to give you nice, good, solid power. That's the review in a nutshell. I'm liking them. I'm going to continue to fly them. They have been put on my 3D helis. I need to get myself some new OptiPower packs uh, for my new fleet of three uh, speed machines. I'm looking forward to checking out the 14S OptiPower packs. Haven't tried those yet, but I've heard similarly good things. Uh, again, thank you very much to Andrew Hinton Lever and Ben Varley from OptiPower UK uh, for providing us this awesome opportunity. If you guys have any questions, feel free to contact me like usual and uh, look for the review sometime next week. What is it about these batteries that separates them from the others? I mean, a battery is essentially manufactured uh, in the same process. What is it about this battery that makes it better? I mean, is it, is there, is there magic water? in the matrix it's a really awesome question dan i honestly don't know you know you hear a lot of rumors about a majority if not all of the packs coming out of the same factory 
I can't confirm or refute that. I, I, I have information from reliable sources that suggest at least a large subset of the major battery brands do come out of one or two main factories. I don't know what the situation is with OptiPower. I don't know where they get them from. I, I happen to believe having done a decent amount of research on the lipo industry in general, not specific to helis, but just lipos in general that they run things sort of similar to the way the uh, the computer uh, processor industry works. And if if you don't know a lot about that, uh, you know, you're, you, you talk about the, the core processors that you're running a computer and those are built on an assembly line uh, and and fabricated and tested. And they don't so much say this is going to be a 2.7 gigahertz and this is going to be a 2.5. What they do is they throw them all into the factory into a process that's supposed to produce a three gigahertz chip. And then they get a hundred of them off the line and they test them and they say, oh, look, there are five, three gigahertzes. We'll sell those for a thousand apiece. Oh, there are 28, you know, 2.9 gigahertzes. We'll sell those for 750. And they basically bin them into different categories based on how they perform. And that's what gets you the rating. I've got a, I've got a hunch backed by a decent amount of information that a similar process is used in lipo manufacturing and so you pull a hundred packs off the line and you do some testing and maybe 20 percent of them are top of the line and then the mid 50 percent are okay and then the bottom 30 percent are really crappy and then the people who want to put their labels on them uh then say this is how much i want to pay cost for those cells and they say okay well that price is going to get you a 30 C pack or that price is going to get you a 50 C pack. And I, and I think uh, what it comes down to then ultimately to answer your question is probably quality control and, and process consistency process control. So and maybe the power spends the time with their, their manufacturer to ensure that proper quality and process control is put in place such that the batteries that they buy and then turn around and sell to us are the top of the line that come out of that process. And they don't accept the crappy ones. That's the biggest key. Yeah. And that, I think that's something that a lot of these, you know, I don't want to pick on the, you know, Chinese or whoever manufactures, but it, it from what I have heard kind of rumor on the back end is that, you know, the companies. They they send over okay. I want uh, these are the specifications out of a battery. I want send me twenty of them to try. So they get twenty of them to try, and they're fantastic. They meet all of their specifications. Period. And then they you know so they go into large production, and then over the course of time, the batteries seem to get worse and worse and worse. Bait and, and switch. That's right. The old bait it's and called hook. process drift. Yeah, bait absolutely. and switch. And then. You know, so then you've you've got the obviously the manufacturer, you know, the real manufacturer is pulling one on them, right? Okay, but it's these the other companies. They're not, you know, the people who are actually distributing them or putting their name on them. They're not QCing these packs either. So now all of a sudden, this thirty C pack that you got six months later is not a thirty C pack. So now what do you have to do? 
now we need to come out with a 50C pack because, and, and truthfully, you're probably getting the same thing that you did six months ago. They're just now you have to charge more for it because it's a quote unquote higher C rating. And I, I hate to see that consistency, you know, as, as a consumer, consistency is something that we would just kill for. I mean, I would love to be able to know that the battery that I buy right now is going to be the same battery that I'm going to buy in six months for the same money. And I don't know. It's a big deal to me. That's a key point, Nick. That really is because a lot of the brands haven't been able to hold up to that. And OptiPower, you know, again, this is my first set of OptiPower packs. I'm pleasantly surprised. I'm pleased. I'm not surprised because I thought they weren't going to be good, but you know, we've heard all of the crap that goes on in the battery industry. And so you're, you're kind of, you're already going into it with, with a colored view of things here, but I'll tell you what, one thing that struck me when, when we started this process with OptiPower UK, for those of you guys who don't know Andrew Hinton lever or lever, he's a great guy. And he stands behind his product. He said confidently, I will put my OptiPower packs up against any other pack there on the on the market. And I guarantee you they are going to outperform them. And I said, wow, that's confidence. I like that. I, I hope we can stand behind it. And thus far, it looks like he can stand behind it. You know, yeah. uh, 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 nameplate or label C ratings notwithstanding. These packs are the best performers that I have in my fleet of 12S packs. And I have multiple brands of 12S packs right now. Hmm. I have been, you know, I didn't go into the official side of it, but I've probably got, I'd say about a hundred cycles on my, I've got the same, basically the same packs that you do. The 5,000 milliamp ultras. Mm Mm-hmm. And they have been extremely consistent. You know, I did not do the, the speed runs. I just got to tell you guys, there's nothing that's better. I mean, period. You can take brand X, go side by side, 10 cycles each on each pack, do a run, and you're looking at voltage drop. I mean, that's the best thing that you can really do to test a pack next to put it on like a load coil. You know what I mean? And a, a preset mm-hmm. on the bench. And they really seem to be exact. My packs are the exact. I've seen the same results with mine that Justin has with his, except, you know, I, I'm I'm more, I guess, looking at it and representing the average consumer side of it, which is I want packs that feel to me, which I'm nowhere tapping these out. I mean, nowhere tapping these out. They're getting flown They've been flown on my, you know, on the Goblin, the Blade, the uh, all of the helicopters you guys have known that I've had. They've been flown 3D on those, flight after flight after flight after flight. Same approximate load, which is not maxing them out, but I'm going for longevity. I love a pack yeah. that'll go 200 cycles, you know, and there have been brands in the past, Gen Zays, they, they used to do it. And there's a great example of a company that came out with a phenomenal pack, but over time, they could not reproduce it consistently. And Mm -hmm. then it went down, 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 down to the point where 
I, I mean, I don't have a problem saying the packs just went to absolute garbage. 60C packs that are coming out at 20C ratings. I mean, that's ridiculous. That's not yeah. That's not anything, you know. That's why I uh, stepped aside from the team. It's like I'm not going to, I don't want to be associated with something that's just, you know, that blatant and that bad. But with OptiPower, it seems like to me from someone standing back on the outside, when they first came over into the U.S., they had some issues. But that was a couple of years ago. And they seem to have gone opposite of what other companies have, and they've actually gotten better. So the longer they've yep. been over here, the packs that we're getting are consistently getting better, which, uh, you know, that's... That's, that's the right probably, direction. <laughs> that's that's the right direction. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, I'd love to see them just a tad cheaper. Uh, I'm really curious now about the 30C packs. I mean, really, really uh, curious. I'm with you on that, yeah. Nick, because what we've seen in the past is choose any other brand. They've got the 30Cs and they've got like a 45 or a 55C. And when you do an apples to apples comparison, what you find is that the 30 and the 50Cs really aren't that big of a difference. And so are we going to see that difference? Who knows? Yeah. I mean, yeah. these 50Cs came in at 38. I would be surprised if their 30 C's came in at 38 and if they came in at between 25 and 30, I'd say we're doing pretty darn good. Again, you got to break through the misconception. My, my Justin's view of the world is as a battery consumer, you got to break through the misconception that the label means anything at all. Yeah. You got to yeah, be no. able to fly it. You got to yep. be able to compare it. No, I'm picking them by weight, size, dimension, you know, I have yep. a weight range that I like to run in my helis, and I want the best pack that I can get for that weight. 50, 60, 70 C does nothing for me. Yep. It's Does it do what I need it to do, and how many cycles will it do what I need it to do? Cause yeah, I think that's the main thing, because I, I mean, and Justin, I really look forward to seeing, and Nick, to seeing how long-term these packs play out, because, you know, I'm not flying these if if i bought a set of packs i'm not putting them in a speed heli i'm not pulling 200 amps continuous i'm on these packs i'm more in the same boat that nixon you know i'm doing the 3d style flying on them and i'm really interested in you know lifespan of the entire pack till basically i put it in a helicopter and it's not even worth flying 3d the head speed's dropping so much um you know i'm looking at running them out to that because honestly in the past and I even have a set of packs in my fleet right now that have over 300 cycles on them. Mm -hmm. And I have a, I have a set of packs that have 50 cycles on them, and I can't tell the difference between 300 and 50. And so that's the kind of longevity that I'm looking for in a set of batteries. And you know, if you can find something that can provide that consistent flight performance over 300 cycles, honestly, at that point, Price is not a huge factor because if you really start calculating it out, price per flight, they pay for themselves very quickly. If you're getting two, three hundred cycles out of a set of packs, um, you know, you really don't mind spending the extra dollars if you know that, like you had mentioned, the packs are maintaining that consistent quality and, you know, you know what you're going to get out of them when you buy them. So, mm -hmm. yeah, and I got to believe, Jesse, even not having flown them just 3D for hundreds of cycles that 
you know, you've got as good a chance, if not better, of any pack mm-hmm. to get hundreds of cycles out of these. Yeah, and I was I was really glad to see that you did the uh the proper um break in and you know you you graphed all that out and we could actually see the c rating increase yeah and um, i think that's important there are a lot of people that don't believe in break in and i you know since i've gotten into the speed thing i've really played around with different techniques and i'm i think i'm gonna swear by the break in going forward yeah it makes a big difference i'm still a break in guy uh, myself and i've had great luck with i guess i've had pretty decent luck with batteries in general so yeah i have no doubt and bench break in too. Don't, you know, I used to do the thing where I broke them in in flight, but let who's, you know, who are we kidding here? You get it up there, you do a little bit of a hover, some forward flight, and you're like, screw this. I'm just going to go and fly my regular stuff. And that's not going to help you. Yep. you. You look at these plots and, and over a couple of cycles, the IR is dropping by a significant amount. Well, and that's, the- that's really what you need to see. The thing is, is over those break-in cycles, you increase that C rating, and what you don't realize is that higher C rating that you achieve during that break-in, that's what holds for, like, the majority of the life of the battery. Mm-hmm. It um, does so, seem to. So, I agree. Yeah, so breaking it in properly, you gain that C rating, and then it holds, so you're you're actually increasing the C rating of the pack for the majority of its life. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it's, again, for 3D, it is it is slightly different, but... If you think about it from a speed standpoint, I pay 400 bucks for a, a set of, uh, you know, 2.6S or 7S packs, right? Roughly speaking, for a 4,500 to 5,000 milliamp hours. If I'm getting 50 flights out of them before they need to be retired to 3D, that's eight bucks a flight. You know? I, that's worse I, than I, Nitro. It's worse than nitro. I need to make sure that I take my time and break it on, in. On the other hand, you still have to factor in the 3D flights to cut down on that cost. You know, if, if they go for another 150 cycles in a 3D machine. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. I, I, I'm just trying so to I, illustrate the importance yeah. of the break-in. Yeah. No, I understand. But Yeah. Well... That's it. What do you think, Dan? Dan did you have you something there? you wanted to throw into that? We kind of just you know, like uh, monopolize you know, the conversation. You, no, I, you know, I've, I, you know, it's that whole thing. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all, right? Oh man, jeez. Oh, okay, now, well, no, how, oh, let, Dan, let's do a status check. How did I do on time? Uh, it's good, I guess. I'm thinking that was like <laughs> 30 minutes in total, right? Okay. Roughly? No? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) No, seriously. Whatever you say. Somewhere in there. Somewhere in there. Dead on 30 after I take half of it out. Oh, you guys are (laughs) killing me. You know what? Next review I do, I'm just going to thank the people that gave it to us. I'm going to be like, (laughs) it was awesome. And then I'm going to give them my email address. I'll give it a one to five rating and then I'm out. Maybe if you send Justin a set of like ball links. He'll only take, you know, that short amount of time to review them. But anything more than that, I'm, you know, 20 minute minimum. I know hey. there's someone out there that appreciates it. Absolutely. Oh, lots of people appreciate it. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Good review. Sweet. <laughs> I'm just making sure you're done is all. I, I, I have nothing more to say. 
He's giving you time. But move on quickly because I may come up with something. Yeah. You're going to go over that pause, Dan. In today's heli market, it can be a challenge to find a retailer that stocks a variety of different brands and parts, has great customer service, and boasts fast shipping. I can tell you that Rotary Wing RC has all of this and more. Finally, I feel like I found a place where I can get everything in one order, and I'm confident that I'll get the shipment quickly so that I can get back in the air next weekend. You don't believe it, huh? Trust me. Go to www.rotarywingrc.com now and check out your new go-to online heli shop. Hey, guess what? What? I have flown the Spartan and have crashed, crashes the Spartan. Yeah, Ooh. I was going to ask you about that because you picked that up at, at Urcher, right? Yep. Yep, I've been yeah. flying it, and I have, and? Uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and, it, come on. Well, first off, I will say that the it's got, which this update, you can actually, if you send Angelosa a message at this moment, it'll, he will email you the update, um, but I believe that probably by the time all you guys hear this, it will be out public. It has had this USB problem where you unplug the USB and all the settings go away. Oh, like it'll wipe your whole setup and then a uh, major design flaw. Angelos is a genius. I love the UI on the, you know, the PC interface is brilliantly laid out, very user intuitive. Thank God someone actually wrote a description in English that you can understand on what does what. I mean, he did a fantastic job, but you can't save any of your settings. So mm. here you spend, you know, this whole time learning my first experience. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome. It's so cool. And I unplug it and whoop, it's all gone. <laughs> oh. And I was pissed. Like a, Dude, that I, like I would have been that's it. Yeah. I would have washed know my Greek. hands of it and walked away. Yeah, get rid of it. I don't it. know that's... Greek, right? And Angelos is Greek. But I even went to a dictionary to look up some new words in Greek so I could tell him how <laughs> I that gotta made make me sure feel. he understands. Yeah, yeah he really <laughs> yeah, needs to under, like, uh, understand yeah. where I want him to put this little unit. So is this like a common <laughs> like is this happening to a lot of folks? Yeah. And the temp fix was to put um was actually to put a like a little hub in between. So, you know, run it through a four port hub. And that's what was really confusing was Normally, I always have I have a shelf up on the top of my trailer where I close my laptop, I put it up there, and I run it to the external monitor, which drops down to a four-port hub. And I've got my Castle Link and Scorpion Programmer and all that plugged into there. Well, for some odd reason, I just had the I just had my laptop out on the bench and had it plugged directly in. Um, so it, it only did it once, and then it was fine. But then to get to the crash thing, all of this screwing around, the crash part was my fault. Now, with an icon, when you program it with the USB, the second you unplug it, it does like a swash jump and then it's ready to go. I mean, instantaneously. You unplug it, done. It's ready to fly. Apparently, the Spartan is not that way. 
Oh. It needs it needs to basically initialize from scratch, which is a, you know, one to like four second process, just depending, like going kind of back to the old V-bar days, right? Don't touch it. Don't mess with it. Well, I had it happen once at work. I had my laptop like sitting down on the ground, just flying, bring it in, fly for one minute, bring it in, plug it in, change the slider, unplug it, go back out. I had it once where I unplugged it, went to spool it up, and like the tail spun around on the concrete. I was like, what the heck? Unplugged it, plugged it back in, everything was fine, flew it, no issues. Whoa, that's weird. Well, it did it to me once out at the field, and I didn't catch it, and I crashed on spool up. I was doing that kind of not really paying attention spool up, you know? Mm. And... uh yeah, I didn't catch it in time. Wait a minute, what's the not paying attention spool up? Well, it's oh, look like, at him acting like he's never done that before. Well, it's you know, you go up there, yeah. you throw it at mid stick, and while it's spooling up, you're looking down, you're clipping on your transmitter, you've sure already the got timer some, started. Yeah, you got some positive pitch in it before it ever like the gov takes over. You know, it's basically lifting off as soon as the blades get enough lift to lift off. It's it's oh, the, okay, yeah, one of it's, those. It's not. I'm not saying it's the right thing to do. You know, I usually try and let mine spool up and then pop it up and everything. But I was trying to be quick, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Well, what had happened was I quickly unplugged it, grabbed the heli by the head immediately, and walked out there. Well, guess what? It never initialized. I set it down, started to spool it up. So it, I tried to fly it completely uninitialized, which leaves the tail servo in this like basically kind of limp state and then it doesn't work huh yeah that was my dumb fault wow and i'm gonna guess it wasn't such it wasn't a minor crash because usually when those things go like that they (laughs) they tend to go in at some pretty weird angles so you know it's kind of funny it spools up you know and it got four or five feet up before it really started to spin and it kind (laughs) of dawned on me so I hit throttle hold. Now, here's where it gets funny. And this is awesome, by the way. Okay. My brain, immediately when I see, apparently, immediately when I see a helicopter pirouetting upright, you know what my brain wants to do? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Pyro flip. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I pyro flip that some bitch straight into the ground. Oh, <laughs> I it was nice. all the way, dude. It went awesome. in perfectly. Like I had it almost all the way. You like over. nailed it. <laughs> See if it would have happened up uh, inverted, I'd had it down and landed, no problem. But yeah, I actually pyro flipped it sideways because it was perfectly flat when it was pirouetting. If I would have hit throttle hold, and I could have set down the transmitter, and it would have had less damage than what I did. <laughs> I actually broke and cracked the tail boom block, like the two-piece big plastic. Ooh. How the hell do you do that? Dude? Nice. I don't know. It's pretty good, though. That's cool. But it's So all... did you put the icon back on? No. Or? No, no, no. No, absolutely not. Because, I, I mean, that was my fault. That was 100% my fault. So I've, I finally got it all back together. You know, like I mentioned, it was my son's birthday and just been totally busy. So I, I got it back together. I've been flying the other ones, and uh, 
I got it back together. I need to go out probably tonight after we record. I'll go out and just do the last couple little touches on it. And, uh, yeah. So I guess the, the question is, do, do I sell my V-bars now? You know, I'm doing things a little differently, and I know that's going to be like, what? But usually I, you know, when I'm in, I'm in. I go all in. But I'm not mm-hmm. doing it this way. I have been, you know, I flew the Icon Gov for, for quite a while. Well, ever since I've flown, you know, uh-huh. I've been flying Icon. I've always had the Icon Governor. And I, you know, I started experimenting uh, away from it a little while ago with the Scorpion Governor. And I found that the tail was just a lot better. A lot of problems that I was blaming on the Icon tail were not the Icon tail's fault. It was actually the Icon Governor screwing up the tail. Going back to that, it has given me a a much better baseline. So I'm just not, I decided not to go all in. I really want to get the Spartan completely, you know, I want to put 50 flights on it or 100 flights on it before I decide that that's quote unquote the one, you know, that that I want to put on there. Because I I am kind of at that point, um, I don't know if we'll... You guys know, and I, I don't even know if I'm allowed to say this, but I don't really care. Uh, Icon is not going to be supported. They're not releasing that update. Like yep. the big update, it won't see it. You will not see it. So huh. I know there was a lot of people that were waiting at Urcha. They got told at Urcha, oh, yeah, yeah, it'll be there, it'll be there. It's not going to happen. I can tell you guys that. So... Huh. It's kind of looking like this icon unit that is out now will, you know, I'm. You have to be satisfied with, with it. Exactly, you should be satisfied yeah. with what you have. And don't get me wrong, I still love the way that it flies. I really do. Um, but you know, it it kind of tugs at the back of your mind. It's like, man, that that kind of bothers me that you know a, a decision. And in in the in the case of the icon, it was more of a legal thing between. Uh, Thomas from Icon and MSH, you know, they, that was just a cocked up business deal from the beginning. Uh, so it was more of a legality thing why the updates weren't released, you know, licenses and blah, 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 and promises and contracts. and. But it's it's just hard to want to fly and support something that's, you know, that's screwed up on the back end. And so that's kind of why I wanted to try the Spartan being that, you know, I got a chance to talk to Angelos and he's just, he's an awesome guy, extremely intelligent, but I'm not going all in on it until it's proven to me, you know, that that's the, that's the direction I want to go. Because in the end, dude, I'm still highly impressed with the V-Control radio and I still believe that given enough time and, you know, messing around with it, you can tune a V bar on just about any helicopter. Like I, yeah. I, Justin and I, what was the word, Justin? You and I were having this conversation. Consistent. Consistent. You called I it still, consistent, which yeah, I, I think makes sense. I still yeah. feel that V bar is the most consistent. I can get one. It's I either can, consistently good or it's consistently annoying. Yeah, if exactly. we're talking about the tail, but you know what you're going to get each time. Yeah. I'm not and, and being I, funny. I'm being yeah. serious. I mean, yeah, the the tail can be like you said annoying, but I, I think most people, at least us, would 
the uh, Nick and Justin. I know you've flown it. Once you do get it dialed in. Oh, it's a great I, tail. Yeah, I feel like it, it Absolutely. performs awesome. Yeah. Now, I still don't think that, you know, there were things that uh, I still like about the Icon, you know, the way that the cyclic, you know, mostly the responsiveness and the feeling and the, and the, the flow that it had that you really couldn't get with a V-Bar. Now, at the end of the day, if I'm going to set all these units out and say, okay, you know, I got to pick one, none of them have it all, well, you know, I'm going to go with the one that doesn't. There's a difference between I can't quite get it to fly the way that I want and it has negative tendencies. I believe that, I, you know, you can tune a V-Bar to have no negative tendencies. But it might not quite fly the way you want it on the cyclic, but it still doesn't have any negative tendencies. Bobbles, wobbles, yeah. tail whipping, that sort of a thing. Whereas I'm still waiting for some of these other units to prove that to me. I think V-Bar's mm-hmm. got a track record that proves that it can. I, you know, the thought of buying full-size V-Bars makes me want to throat punch myself. You know, because they're just, they're stupid. It's its so five years ago. Put it all in one unit. Do it right. But, you know. Yep. So I don't know. That's my thought. Huh. What do you think about that, Dan? Well, I don't know, man. I just, uh, I don't like hearing about this icon shit because, frankly, I'm satisfied with the icon that I have. Uh, I don't like the idea that I'm not going to be able to update it. But if you, you just said you're satisfied, so you would fall right into now, that category. Right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's that true. That could change. But we're I mean, boys and they're toys. And I mean, yeah. Jesse, even you. You had- know, I got to tell you, this whole fly barless shit is mind numbing to me. It's like, I just <laughs> give me a unit that is just that, that works and will grow with me. Mm hmm. Yep. That doesn't cost an arm and a leg. That doesn't want me to buy its own radio. Uh, you know, I kind of thought I had that with the icon, but apparently I didn't. You know what? I'm it a little is- pissed off about this. Is the. It, dude, this is like the cell phone industry. Why does my That's, phone, when I get it, the greatest thing, and it's perfectly fine, and it's everything oh, I that I could so. ever need? And then the next oh, year, see, a year I, later, not even that, dude. Three months. Yeah, three three months. months later, it's the biggest piece of crap, and I need this other one because of this. It is us messing with our own mind, yeah. but it's because we don't know what hasn't been put out yet, you know. Well, and and it is the best for the moment, and you are perfectly happy until you see something else, and you're like, oh, my God, that totally makes sense. Yeah. Now you're not anymore. Well, the simple matter of the fact is I like the icons, so I'm going to be flying the icons. But in the back of my mind, it's always it's always going to be, well, you better really like it because guess what? You're never going to be able to upgrade it. Yeah. yeah that I is ha- troublesome. I, that me. one's really bothered me, and I was, you know, I, I contemplated – whether or not I was going to bring that up and actually say anything. And, you know, I don't know. I haven't been hanging around the forums or not. That might have gotten out. The last that I heard, that was the truth. If it's changed, then that's awesome. You know, I don't want anyone to take that concrete in stone, but. (sighs) Too late. You suck. Yeah. When Do you think you're ever going to get to a point where you're just, happy with the fly barless system and you move on to something else to screw with (laughs) you know okay so how about this i would say no i'd like to say yes (laughs) reality says no but 
if you would have asked me, you know, six months ago, are you ever going to get to the point where you're happy with just a model and you're just okay with just flying it and not having all the new stuff? I would have said no way either. But I don't, you know, that feeling has actually, you know, I'm kind of happy with what I got. I'm going to jump in Justin's camp with the fly barless. I think I'm going to go to Bavarian Demon, be done with it. Justin never bitches about what his is doing, and, and there's always upgrades available, right? I can bitch yeah. about what Justin's is doing for you. <laughs> you. You bitch about what Justin's is doing because you spent two and a half flights and didn't listen to me. It flew like donkey. <laughs> I've flown one and I didn't. Dude. Oh, I love it. You didn't tune it. You didn't give it <laughs> a some, fair chance. For some reason, I just love that. <laughs> It is kind of funny. That. I don't know why. <laughs> that's not oh, fair. Sorry, Justin. Sorry, uh, but I, I, I don't think that's fair. I tried. I, I tried your base settings. Yeah, you didn't tune it from there. You fly differently than me. You guys oh. quit baiting him. <laughs> quit it. Okay, oh. I'll quit. No, it flies perfectly fine. It's just it wasn't. I did not give it even, not even a quarter of a chance. To be completely fair. And before this, he's like, you know, dude, I, I really just feel like giving I, it a chance. I, know, I wanna I wanna see what it's all about. I, you know, I, I feel like I should give it a fair <laughs> a fair attempt. I did and then like at <laughs> our fun fly, he flies like literally seven and a half minutes of total stick time. He's like, I'm done, dude. You know, I, I loved it so much I put it on an RC car. I pulled it off and put it on a car. <laughs> Like, this will work as an active suspension on an RC car. No, I think that it's it's all what you're looking for, you know. And obviously, it's it, it works well for Justin. It's, and the I speed mean, geez, thing, it, the speed thing is yeah, it is it so wins. dominating in the speed world. Bavarian Demon, it's just silly. I mean, is there any other fly barless system that anyone flies speed, Justin? Not any of the big competitors. No, no. Yeah, not a chance. I thought I, they were all come fine, on over uh, the water. The water's great, Dan. <laughs> the water. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna, Justin. Yeah, go for it. I think you should. I've I've flown one before. It's got a fantastic user interface. I was really yeah, impressed that it with does. it. Like very nice. I, d- I didn't think the icons interfa- user interface was that bad. It uh, wasn't. It just took after five it minutes loaded. to open the program. Yeah. Yeah. I never experienced that. Yeah. I didn't my, have a my, problem with the icon user interface. The one that I had a problem with was Skookum. That interface oh. can kiss my I, ass. I don't know. I didn't think it was that bad. The Skookum? Yeah. I think I mean, compared right. to V-Bar, compared to Icon or Demon or any Skookums of the big ones. was like an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It was kind of... Yeah. <laughs> it did. It looked well, like a spreadsheet, like I a, went like from, a Windows ninety five program. I went from uh, VBAR four point Awesome. To oh V-Stacks. yeah, I started on VBAR four point as well. My yep. first flybar list with any type of user interface was a Skookum. I didn't huh. mind it. I still have a couple of. Them. They're relics. <laughs> Donate them to a museum pretty soon. Yeah, they're still around. Yeah, I know a guy who would probably use one of those, Dan. Nick? No. Is Nick done with Skookum? Me? Yeah. No, Carl. 
Carl loves oh, the Carl? skunkum, yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah, dude. They he's uh, yeah. I know they work guys perfectly still... for him, and he loves them. Huh. That's one thing. They're a really reliable unit. Like they're very reliable. They're they're well. Yeah, they reliably built. they reliably did the same wrong things all the time. <laughs> oh, come on now. Oh. Mine did. Oh man, you weren't the tuning. Expert we just like that you bitch. are now, though. I'm yeah, not this, a tuning is, this is good. Yeah, you're the good t- segment. Jesse's just sitting back to laughing. Expert. Yeah, I'm we're like, accomplishing. I've had V bars for years, yo. What now? <laughs> yeah, where's your V control? College student, man. College that just sucks, student, that, dude. You are you willing to bind yourself down to one fly barless unit? Yeah, no, I'm actually decided, thinking about trying the. Yes. I'm, I'm seriously thinking about trying the Spartan one. Um, that's, He's just waiting for me to quit crashing my shit. And yeah, I'm giving like, the thumbs Nick, up. Give me, come on, man. Do I? Get, is it? The, do you give me Here's the green the thing, light? Though, Nick just said fifty to hundred flights. He's going to give well, it, yeah. which either means so, you're going to have to wait another few weeks or. Oh. Well, I'm, no, I'm being honest. He's didn't you say fifty to hundred flights you were going to put on it? Yeah, before yeah, you I, went all yeah, in. Yeah. I mean, even I don't at need 20 or in, 30 though. flights just, a week. I just need the little friendly nod. You know, I don't need the all-in. Here's here's what I know. Here's what I'm taking from this. I'm done following Nick around on fly barless controllers. Yeah, that's a that's bad a good, trail, dude. Yeah. That's a horror. You just figured You'll get that lost. out? I'm not sure why you ever started. Well, You'll I, get lost. I knew it. I knew that. I knew I that. get lost. But, <laughs> so... You know, we're done though, because I went from Skookum. I went from uh, we're, we're done though, Nick. To it's, it's over. We're gonna cut this <laughs> relationship short, dude. <laughs> we're breaking up on the. I can't do it anymore. I can't keep up, dude. <laughs> it takes Dan two years to make a transition. It takes me two days. <laughs> He's like, this is bullshit. I can't do bullshit. it. I think I'm gonna stick with Icon and for the rest of the year, maybe go into something else in the spring. Well, after after what Nick just said, there's going to be a mass exodus away from Icon. So if I were you, I'd sell it quick well, before well, the prices. Yeah, plummet. but maybe you could stock up on it. That's okay, dude. Yeah. If it flies well for you, it, yeah, but that's just it. Fly and like guys, Icon, they're going to do be it. Don't invest in, in broken it. technology. I'm not. That's no. Because you do won't this. be able to sleep. Ah, at broken night. isn't you accurate. Will, you will feel dirty. Here's the deal, guys. I don't like the fact. And it's it's a mental thing. I don't like the fact I need to know that there's there's a a nice solid team behind the product. Kind of yeah, doesn't sound like there that's is. That's working on it, motivated. Well, the brains. Progress. How about we just start? The brains with was AT. Thomas. The brains was Thomas, who was the owner of Icon, and then MSH manufactured it. So, it, it you know this big legal thing between them, which means. If he decides not to do anything, then that puts the brain out as well. But there was also a rumor that he was just going to finally be able to part ways with this unit and he was going to do a completely new, like physically a new unit and put it under the icon name and deal with it himself and and not, you know, have dealings with MSH mm-hmm. altogether. The hard part, hmm. you know, the hard part, it's like, okay, so let's say they come back next year and there's a new icon, like all new icon, right? Well, you know, not supporting the one that's there already kind of taints, you know, it's like, 
I don't know. It just leaves a bad taste. I got your taint. I got your taint right. Yeah, it's like I got a little taint for you too. You can't update the unit that you already have. You have to buy a new, you know, buy a new one. Yeah, with the same name on it, with the same brand, exact same unit. But now you're forced to buy a new one to get basically a software upgrade. (laughs) I'm smelling a little taint. Smell a little taint up in here. Dan, go take a shower, dude. That's what bad jokes smell like, Dan. Oh, you guys cracked me up. Yeah. I thought it was a good joke. We should, uh, let's see, we should probably talk a little bit about Orlando, huh? I think we should. Oh, yeah. You guys ready for, uh, well, ways off yet, but. It's a little ways. uh, December, of course, OHB, Florida, Orlando. Dan, I heard we may be sharing the mic with uh, Nick Johnson. It's a true thing. What do you mean, sharing the mic with the seat? But he'll be there on the mic. Oh. We got we got to come up with something to do with him, I right? I still, dude, I can't, I will never get it out of my head, and I am going to throw him so far under the bus right now when he was at the <laughs> swarm party, and we're all oh, having a good time, oh, yeah. and all I hear is him pick up the microphone at the swarm party. Yeah. Who's touching my anus? Who's touching my anus? Why are you touching my anus? <laughs> Get your hand out of my anus. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, when yeah, was dude. this, dude? That was probably uh, about midnight, one o'clock. We were in full party mode. Oh, it was yeah. awesome. It was it was really funny. Wow. At that time, we were just laughing. Then the morning, we were like, what was he doing? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, I'm so Dan, I mean, let's talk about OHB. What's our plan for OHB? Domination. RCHN style. East Coast domination now. Yeah. We're, um, are we bringing a little bit of the West Coast to the East Coast? I don't know, man. I um, I have this sneaking suspicion that we're going to be disappointed. I have a <sighs> sneaking suspicion that it's going to die early. The, the nightlife. I think we're going to be disappointed. Uh, I hope not. Don't Dude, you're no. killing me, Dan. Yeah, that's not good. What okay, the hell? I just, well, I just don't think that people do it like we do it over here. Okay, but Coast. There, that's, that's why we're going over there. over there. Bingo. Thank you, someone. Jesse. That's, that's why, why we're, we're going, going over there. We're going to bring well, okay, so we to it. I want to hear from the people that are going to hang with us. I, I don't yeah, want to hear any of this in the morning. 1130 bullshit. Courtney or Chris or someone's well, got to be in for it. Got some bad news. I've already been talking to Chris about this. And uh, he asked, he, he said, where are you guys staying? And then he proceeded to tell me about a hotel that he stays in. And there's a bar across the street that they all go to in the evening. Have dinner and stay there and have a few drinks. No, 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 no. Aside from that, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be awesome to get down there and hang out and get to meet some more of the East Coast listeners. Um, it's 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 going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm actually going to stay down there for a whole week. What? You're going to Whoa. Disney World? Yeah, you're going to Disney. <laughs> wow! I hope Joey's ready. Are you going to end up being like warm weather dickish when you come back? Oh. Uh, as opposed to just dickish. We'll print that card off, too. Don't worry. <laughs> that yeah. will show up. Yes, please make sure yeah, you're you stay on top of the, that, Jesse. Dan's the newest member of the Warm a, Weather Dick Club. That's right. Temporary resident would, of the Warm dude, Weather Dick Club. 
I would give Nick's like a left green testicle card. to be a member of the Warm Weather Dick Club. That's not saying much. It's Nick's. You got to give well, your I'm own. Gonna, I'm not going to give my own. <laughs> and why the left? Yeah. I just, I figured that's probably the most potent one because he's right-handed. Oh, nah. Uh, nah. Right side's the brute side. <laughs> left side's the brain side. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. So, uh, yeah. So I'd that's love why to be you remember funny. <laughs> I think we're going to just move along then here. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I'd i love to become a member of the Warm Weather Dick Club. Kidding me? How sweet yes, would that be? But Dan, you will never, ever leave Montana. Yeah, you love it there, Dan. <sighs> you guys kill me. I, yeah, um, dude. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's That's him yeah. not being able that's to like say saying- anything negative about Montana. I'll probably buy a cosmic tomorrow too. <laughs> Do it. I um I love I winter is so close, it's it's disturbing. Um I might end up down south before winter's over. No, obviously that's not gonna happen. Dude, I'm Got pumped a to go to Orlando. I am pumped. And hey, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Do us a favor. Um, if you guys are gonna head over there, like, wow, you know, I think it'd be really cool to hang out with you guys. And we're kind of maybe on the fence about it. Hop over to either the OHB Facebook event page or I don't know. How else would they get in touch? And just let those guys know over there that they're stoked to come out and hang with us and have a good time and laugh and joke. How else would we do that? I'm not real sure. We're going to probably have to get some of those details lined up. In fact, uh, I'm going to be getting in touch with Bert this week because I have some stuff I need to go over with him. And I will get some of those details. Yeah, so. just let let them know that that you're excited because that's what helps us out the most. Kind of like you know we mentioned like you know let the sponsors know you appreciate them. You know believing in us and sponsoring us. That's that's the number one best thing that you can do to help us keep being able to do what we do. And Absolutely. come ready to have fun. Seriously, because that's what we're all about. Absolutely. Just as stupid for, in person as we are on the mic. Yeah. yeah. There is no <laughs> so, doubt about uh, that. When are the dates for that event? Uh, December 6th, right? 7th and 8th? The 5th, like 6th, and 7th. So uh, get that uh, get that vacation time put in. Probably still have time left for that. And uh, make some plans, man. Bring the family down. You can make this into a family trip. Yeah, that's really what's nice about Orlando is that there's so much around it. Daily you know, you, you bring bring the family down for the two or three day event and then go to Disneyland or Disney World, yep. I guess. Universal Studios and I mean, all the other cool stuff. Yeah. Plus, and there's sunshine. like a beach close yeah, I'm by, just, right? That's what I was going to say. I'm just looking forward to pulling I, the shorts out again. I think, isn't Orla- Orlando is on the, isn't Orlando kind of in the ways from the ocean? I actually yeah. thought that you were going to say you were excited to pull your shorts off again. I seriously thought oh that's boy. what you were going to say. Wow. I'm just really excited to be able to pull He's my shorts off. saving that again. for OHB. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Sorry. I, as I understand it, Dieter's going to be down there. I what? think Dieter's going to be there. I He's think, getting a hall pass for I OHB. Think, I think Phil's going with him. Kenny McDonald oh, is going to be there. Nice. Sweet yeah. Jesus. This is so we're going to have some. Uh, Are we bringing helicopters? No. I, no. I'm <laughs> shipping one. I'm shipping. I, I feel like I may want to ship one, Dan. Yeah, I'm going to uh, ship I'm one with you. Joe. Probably just the Goblin 500. But uh, oh, you mean the one you don't fly? 
the one I never fly. You feel like you've got to blend in because you are. Sh- That's let's true. be clear. We're no, in goblin it's just country. Small. I mean, we're deep. I may even have to country. buy a goblin before I, I think go. you do, Jesse. Because <laughs> I will let you board the one. plane. I'll feel extremely out of place, intimidated, really, not welcome. <laughs> yeah. As you the should. only thing you need a compass for down here is to find your way down to the goblin store. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and don't they have some? Uh, they they've got uh, they got some pretty awesome hobby shops down there. You got Rotary Wing nearby. You've got Graves. Graves. I mean, they it, it's just everything about Florida is more awesome than where we live. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Except for the humidity. Well, that's humidity. that's true. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Well. <laughs> meanwhile, I love, on the ranch. Go, I love them. Go OHB. I, was, uh, go a- I love go those OHB. awkward silences. Yeah. It's an awkward silence. Hoorah. Right? <laughs> so did you guys see the uh, the picture that Antonio's put up on my Facebook wall? The wacky, waving, inflatable, yes. arm flailing, tube ladies <laughs> very, man? Very fitting. I have renamed it to Justin's Inflatable Flaccid Arm Flailing Man. Flaccid <laughs> Arm <laughs> Flailing <laughs> Man. Okay. <laughs> I like that. That is awesome. Yep. Yeah, it's just, it's so natural looking. I, I could hardly tell there was any modification done to the photo. Yeah, yep. <laughs> Antonios is actually getting it done in a big poster, apparently. Oh. jeez. Oh, oh. I have two, before we go, I have two, two small updates. That I don't want to forget either. Number one, um, you know, I had a couple people ask about the MD review. Uh, we're going to kind of put that one on hold. Uh, they are working on some stuff that, you know, we, I just really feel should be, it should be reviewed after they get those changes made. They're small changes, but they're kind of important. Um, so I don't want anyone to think that we're just like bailing out on it or anything, but we are putting it on the hold and it's it's in their hands at this point forward. Uh, my second thing is, Justin? Yes. You officially broke a New Year's resolution. Did I? You did. Uh-oh. Well, I, I know what it is, made too. a comment and said, that by the end of the year, Justin will be flying no fuel Helly's whatsoever. Ah, that's true. Ooh. So you better hurry up and buy one. Yeah, no, it's not the end of the selling. year, but your prediction is probably pretty damn solid. Yeah, because you sold your nitro motor, pipe, all of that. You are out of nitro. Just I'm out I of nitro. Don't you miss it already, dude? I mean, honestly, fly, you just know, fly I keep nitro. thinking that, and I, I, I am going to miss it, but it's for, it's for a good cause. Yeah, because I'm going to go fast. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to go inverted. Yeah, but I don't care about that. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Well, I think that about wraps it up, guys. Uh, any parting thoughts before we give out some emails? No. Words of wisdom. We we, yes. we started a new thing last last week. Words of wisdom. Oh, words, words of wisdom. wisdom? Words, did we start that last week? I, Where I was us? We did. Kind, well, we did. Is it, does everybody have to do Everybody one? has to give a Everyone, word. Yeah. Just a word or are you being figurative? A statement of one word? Come on, you mm. guys. Fly. No. That's a good word. No, I'm just, 
I'm kidding. That that's, not, that's not my word of wisdom. Balls. Well, good, because it sucked. That, that did suck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, I mean, but hey, I'm the only one that did that last week, so I guess I would be the only one that could what, give that a as what a word of wisdom. What was your word of wisdom? Fly lower. That's and I true. said fly faster. And I think I said fly harder. I think it should be a phrase, not a, not a, that's, that's fly harder. Okay. I'll, I'll start. I'll start. So, <laughs> so creative. kind of build, building off if for those of you that actually read the newsletter, get out there, fly the sim, try to learn one more maneuver before winter hits. Okay, stay, you know, it'll it. help you. It'll help you stay motivated. Fly the sim. Learn that new move. You one more get all before season. winter. There you one go. More one, before winter. one more move that you couldn't get down all season. Nail it before winter. Help you keep that motivation going. Dude, that was like a monologue of wisdom. Yeah. I was okay. just pouring Mine? it out. Wait for the shake before you fly. Solid. 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 Nailed it. Is it Inspired. my turn? It's your turn, Justin. Uh, um, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm looking at, I'm looking at this, uh, waving arm flailing inflatable tube ladies, man. And it says party is here. You can maybe party build off that. Here, and it you says can, exuberant <laughs> at the you bottom. Can, you can maybe Dude, build off that in some that way. I poster. I just the inflatable flaccid arm flailing man. Thank you, yeah. Antonios. But no, on a more serious note. I don't know if people know, but the day the day we're recording here, which is what is it? It's uh Friday, September fifth, <laughs> is the one year anniversary of the passing of Roman Pirazek Jr. Uh, uh I can't believe it's been that quick. Uh but wow. for yeah. words of wisdom, you know, think of him and go out and get some flying in, but please do it safely, guys. Fly that's safe. that's gonna be a constant yep. reminder in in the following years that we gotta we gotta keep things in check you totally fly. just stole my word of wisdom you jackass fly safe good i was good. gonna say that's, that's a good one all right dan you're up um how about this how about uh always use loctite <laughs> <laughs> no dude it has to do with huh. something uh with uh let's see here shugu hey shugu. Share- yeah, maybe I'm saving that if one. If you for think a you day. have enough, use a little more. <laughs> yeah, you can never use too much. <laughs> All right, well, guys. How about some emails? Okay. Wait. Oh, wait. you got some no, more. I there feel now? like I could really polish off the saying for yours if you just just give me. It's like it's right there. Let's see. No, no, it's not. Is he thinking? No. What were you <laughs> trying to do? Something with yeah. Loctite? Yeah, Nick? it had something to do with 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 if you wouldn't do it dry with your nuts, don't. Do it dry with uh, those nuts. with your yeah, helis nuts. How about yeah. red Loctite? Because you're a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All righty. Nick, if I wanted to get in touch with you, how would I do that? Okay, so don't forget everyone <laughs> Everyone who has sent me emails, resend them please so I know which ones are correct. You would send me an email to Nick at rchelination.com. I am on it from here on forward. Justin? You can send me an email at justin at rchelination.com or catch me on Facebook. And Jesse? You could send me an email at nick at rchelination.com because he is on it. (laughs) 
he'll take care of all your questions that you got. Anything you need help with, just go ahead and shoot him an email. Catch him on Facebook. Whatever you got to do, just get a hold of him. <laughs> yeah, you could shoot me an email at jesse at rclanation.com or catch me on Facebook. I'm Dan. You can reach me at dan at rclanation.com. Dan can read on the forums and uh, occasionally Facebook. Um, let's see, guys. This is it. Episode 152. We sure hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as you've been. God, that's two weeks in a row. Man, Damn, dude, you <laughs> suck. Epic. Just like me at the news. Epic. Except you don't I'm have tired. room to talk. Let's let's try that one more time. We sure hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as we've enjoyed making it. Have a good week, guys. We will see you next Monday. We'll For real this time. Get out there and learn something new. Later. This has been a production of RC Heli Nation LLC and is brought to you by KDE Direct, Soco Heli Tools, Progressive RC, Genzase Batteries, Blade Helicopters, BK Servos, and Rotary Wing RC. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, please feel free to send us an email. <laughs>